It's the jinkiest of jinky sets. <laughs> we don't root for the Yankees or the Mets. It's the jinkiest, the Zach. jinkiest opinions that don't matter. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that one was a failure. Didn't even get a laugh from you. Wow. Yeah. They didn't uh, really make any Katie sense. Katie was just, you know, it adjusting her arm and it didn't the, uh, make any the table sense. almost fell over. So, but that's okay. It didn't. And we're ready to film. We're here. We're back. Hey, everybody. We're, my name is Katie. It's I'm Sean, and this is Opinions That Don't, don't Matter. Adder, adder. Best song it's ever. It's such a good song. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in again to another um, probably mediocre episode, maybe a strong five on a scale of one to 30. Um, we don't know. We don't Time know. Time will tell. Could be a 20. It could be a 17. It could be apples and pancakes. We just don't know. Yeah. It's the same as unicorns or leprechauns. I have questions. Leprechauns. From the Did audience. Leprechauns. I just said leprechauns. What is a leprechaun? <laughs> it's because I've been writing too much. My brain is like completely fucking fried. Oh, my uh, brain went to uh, a leper colony that was growing corn. Ooh, leprechauns. I would not eat the leprechaun. I was just but. making an office reference when he's talking about shroot bucks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's, uh, Stanley says it's the same as leprechauns to unicorns or something. Right. He's like, oh, Stanley Nickel. He's like, if you, I'll give you a Stanley Nickel if you never talk to me again. <laughs> What's the relationship to a shroot buck? I know. He's the like, same, same as unicorns to leprechauns. Same as unicorns to leprechauns. It's funny. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Okay. So. Yes. Uh, we're still at home. I went to Starbucks this week. Oh, I've never been so excited in my entire life to have okay. Starbucks. Walk me through it from the moment you woke up. Cause I, I've I been rem- thinking about it for a while. Mm-hmm. I've told you, I'm like, I think I'm gonna get Starbucks this morning. You're like, I don't want anything to do with that. And I'm like, I know I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about me. Um, anyway, there was the tickle here. Um, I said, you know, I think I want to get one. Blah, 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 I don't know. Is it worth the risk? Yada, yada, yada. Um, Anyway, and then finally I went into the fridge. This is what pushed me over the edge, you guys. <clears throat> so I was like, you know, I'll just make some of those like chicken sausages we have for breakfast and eggs and I'll be fine. No chicken sausages when I went in the freezer. So I was like, oh, wait, we're in the middle of a pandemic and yeah. that's what made you snap finally? It didn't make me you snap. You have a lot of patience. If it, that's- did, it didn't make me snap. It was just like, I'm going to go to Starbucks then. That's what I want to do. Because okay. I already wanted it. And then I was like, no, you're fine. You have food, you have coffee, but they make it so easy now with that app. Oh yeah. You just order it. And then it's like in five to, or is it, what did it say? Five to seven minutes. It'll be ready. So I was like, well, I'll load the dishwasher. I don't know why it's uh, pinging me though. Cause I got an email uh, or an email uh, notification. I got a telefax. (laughs) <laughs> a woof because you're on the you have that we share that app oh remember that, you can order too oh yeah yeah okay have the same account i was i was wondering why I, I thought you were just rubbing we're, it in we're forever connected sean you can't not bonded by starbucks well it's funny because i get texts from our instacart and you get the pings on the app and then amazon i get the text and you get the emails we're all <laughs> married life there's nothing more exciting it reminds me of will ferrell you have uh, no secrets maybe we'll go to bed bath and beyond i don't know <laughs> <laughs> it could get crazy. Shit's about to get really exciting. Yeah. You know what? Um, just mm-hmm. to get things going um, yes, get in the going. wrong direction or maybe the right direction. But nobody knows. Um, I've been watching another podcast and I think you know which one I'm talking about. Uh, the Dark Horse podcast. Oh, and there the was voices like butter. Yeah, the professor's His wife's voice is like this, you guys. So soothing. Yeah. So it's a podcast uh, run by two PhDs in, or two professors or former professors. Um, I actually don't know. It's yeah. a good question. 
uh, who have PhDs in biology. They yeah, both do. Brett. Brett Weinstein. Weinstein. And um, uh, Heather Haying. Okay, I was Dr. like, Heather. Brett Weinstein. I didn't know if her last name was Weinstein or not. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it is but through marriage, but not through. I first tuned into them. I don't know, maybe like six months ago, they were um, moving or rebooting their podcast. And you guys might know who they are. Um, if you remember, I think it's Everest College. Evergreen. You always say Everest. I don't even think that's a school. Okay, well. I'm going to Google it. Okay, you Google it. I'll tell the story. Okay. Uh, so anyways, there was a big um, uh, kerfuffle between uh, the student body um, and and this professor. Anyways, they ended up leaving. It's very fascinating. I won't go into all the details of it because I don't want to talk about politics, but on this week's episode of the dark horse, they talked about um, if we're being uh, programmed by algorithms and not successfully programmed by algorithms. And I just think it's, I'm going to leave the link in the, in the description below. I'm not going to talk too much about it right now, but I think it's really food for thought. I don't think it's Everett, Everest college. I think it's evergreen in Washington. Uh, okay. This is in Canada and it's Everest. It's like the, it doesn't matter. Anyway, it's not. Well, it matters to me because I, I remember the Evergreen College kerfuffle. Okay. But I don't remember Everest College. Yeah, it's up College. in Washington State. Uh, yes, I think a very that's Evergreen. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Yes, correct. It makes sense, Evergreen. I don't know why I think Everest. It's like a, Everest is like an online, it looks like a DeVry or a okay. Emeritus or something. So anyway. Um, yeah, but they talk about how, or in this latest episode, they were talking about how we're being guided whenever mm -hmm. you're using a device. Um, a cell phone, an app, um, whether it's Instagram, whether it's Twitter, YouTube, whatever. Uh, there's programs that kind of determine what they're going to serve you up, right? Those are well, the based algorithms. on what you click on, what you watch more, what you search for, all that stuff. Yeah, right? like Kentucky Fried Chicken's um, secret sauce. You know, every company has their own way that they do it. But the systems potentially aren't the smartest. They're <laughs> new. It's mm -hmm. artificial intelligence, um, and they they hypothesized that the algorithms just aren't very good or they're very young in their age. And so they're, they're not very good at understanding what you want and therefore they're serving you up what they think you want. Well, yeah, of course, but it's, it's actually creating an echo chamber. So you don't get news from well, I think all sides, a well-rounded space. And, and so, uh, but that's to, really the important thing, just in case you're not following what Sean is saying and what they are saying is that because algorithms based, things on what we search, what we watch, what we already seek out. Even more it than that, like all but, the data they have. But on it you. doesn't allow for things that you might not know that you want to know or things outside. So you don't get other perspectives. Yeah. So because, you know, if you've looked only for these three things and it's going to keep serving you those three things, also you're 25 to 34. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just giving examples. Like, yeah. it's going to essentially create this experience that is pleasurable because it's exactly what it thinks you want, but it doesn't challenge you in any way. It doesn't, right. it doesn't encourage me to learn more. Anyways, it's a really simple, yeah. uh, I'll, I'll share the clip in the, uh, or the link to the clip because mm -hmm. I think everyone who, um, who wants to kind of understand maybe why am I feeling so frustrated or agitated? Uh, I think that there's some inquiring minds want to know yeah. why you're so frustrated. So that's the, the educational bit. And now let's get to the silly bit. Well, no, but th their podcast is very interesting. The reason that I didn't know you've been listening to them or watching them for that long. Um, I started watching them because they were talking about the coronavirus and the way that it develops. And they right. think that Heather had it 
back in January or February um, before it was, you know, actually what it is now. Um, And so that was really interesting to me to hear about their, like the research that they're reading and the things. So if you're looking for a thoughtful podcast, it's really neat because I haven't been in school uh, since the late nineties. Right. Mm -hmm. And to, to sit down and hear two professors, not pick apart a subject matter, but to actually present it in a way that's digestible. Cause obviously Katie and our professors were just goofing around. Um, mm. And that's fine. There's a place for everything, but I found it really compelling because I haven't seen professors doing podcasts. I'm sure they're out there. These two just happen to be talking about things that I like the science. Yes. You of, found them again. The algorithm served it up in some fashion and you found it. Uh, no, I think it was you search it out. No, someone else had it on there mm. and, and Anyways, anyway, check it out. I'll it, leave the link below. Yeah, they're very interesting. And I think something that I've been enjoying more and more, and this might make me a total nerd, but I was always a nerd in school, so I don't really care. Nerd um, check. Nerd. Um, is I enjoy content that is a little bit more elevative of, of a vernacular, like the language that they use. is they have a, a bigger lexicon. Of yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um Anyway, they have a more expanded vocabulary and the way that they discuss issues reminds me of being in school because you're forced to, it's like a muscle I haven't worked in a while and not, this is no dog on YouTube or what I do on YouTube, but I always try to explain things in a very easy to understand way using language that is, I'm for sure people, you know, will understand. Well, yeah. And it's not that you're talking down to people, but you're trying to cast the widest net by using generalized language, right? Well, yeah. And, Cause and my goal is that so that people can understand it. And a ton so of people why would use you put, English. Uh, it may not be their first language, but mm-hmm. it's a universal uh, Yeah. You want to keep it simple. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so with your videos, you tend to, to bring it down. And some people say, Oh, it sounds like you're talking to kids sometimes. Mm-hmm. And the truth is that that's not how you're writing it. You're writing it just so that people, you know, well, no matter what your level of understanding about a con- like a concept or a construct, I want you to be able to li- listen or watch and understand. Yeah. And so I've done that for so long, even though I'm reading articles with, you know, more intensive vocabulary, if we want to use that, you know, uh, but I'm, then I'm turning it into like more, easy to understand terms. Anyway, I have been enjoying things that aren't using, they're not using language and vocabulary that I'm used to, like Cheers, for instance, which I know sounds silly, you guys. Cheers, the TV show. Yes. I'm switching over from this podcast, which is, um, I'm always looking up what that word is and where it came from because I find language so fat to be so fascinating. And then Cheers is an older TV show, but man, our TV is so fucking stupid now. Look at watching Cheers and then watching, I don't know, no offense to anybody, but like Big Bang Theory or I something. I blame MTV. Yeah. I think when MTV came along. <clears throat> blame Viacom. Pri- prior to that, yeah. Uh, they Television uh, was almost like a stage play mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. And, and there was slapstick type shows. But um, when MTV came along, they found a formula that was, it was like the fast food of television. It was. Uh, when you're editing it, you're cutting it for the sake of cutting to like it's jump like cut. It's like old YouTube jump cuts. Right. And it, it <laughs> it's amazing. But I think ultimately it was junk food. And the way things are filmed seems to be swinging back that way. And yeah. I think that's what a podcast is. It's something that is unedited. It's longer form. It's, mm-hmm. it's more... Um, well, and there was something that nature. Joe Rogan said on his podcast uh, last week or maybe the week before. Time is an illusion. Um, he had said something about how... And you referenced uh, someone else who had said this before. Okay. So it's not like, I don't know if it was his original thought or he was taking it from this as a tweet that someone put out, but essentially he was saying that um, 
because we often take information, I've been seeing this a shit ton online, like uh, people creating little, I don't even know what you'd call it, uh, art to put under their Instagram with statistics. What would you call that? Infographic. Infographic. Yeah. I was like, you know the word. Um, creating these infographics. To <laughs> Not that I'm track. keeping score. <laughs> uh, they're creating these infographics, but I don't know the source of that actual data, right? Okay. And as someone who does research a lot for videos, uh, I always have to check, check, double check, look into others, see if there's multiple resources leaning to the same conclusion. If someone generates an infographic mm -hmm. and you're, um, you're using that to... To learn from, there better be a source. On yeah, and there. you better read that source. So, unless the person who created the the infographic is a professional or who's is licensed. the source, yeah, exactly, has done the thing. Yeah. So, anyway, what what Joe Rogan was saying is that people are regurgitating this information online through tweets and Instagram, and I've seen it a shit ton lately, and I've been really reluctant to reshare information because I don't have a source and I don't know where the fuck they're getting those numbers. Do you remember the game, uh, the telephone game? So you play so this let me as finish a kid, my, well, okay. but I think mm -hmm. just real quick, I think that's what what's happening when when someone shares information online. By the time it hits the third person, it's been could be distorted, distorted, but severely. it's not even like the, I liked how Joe Rogan or whoever it was, he quoted, put it where it was like processed food. Yeah. He said, like, if you eat a ton of processed food, you won't feel as good as if you eat unprocessed food. And I think it's the same with information. If we allow ourselves to only digest processed food, we're going to get a garbage result. But if we allow ourselves to take in all the information from different places and different resources, and we are assured that we have all this information, a whole, we're holistically eating, then we feel much better and we get a much better result. Nothing wrong with a little junk food once in a while. I think that opinions that don't matter is, is a junk such food. A, yeah. But we're not, I'm not saying like Junk seven out light. of 10. I just get really frustrated with that shit. Cite your source, fuck face. Right. Don't just go reshare and stuff. Create an infograph. Oh, it looks so pretty. So good to reshare. Did you do any checking? Anyway, mm -hmm. I guess that's what grinds my gears. I just swung right into that. Well, so going back to the, uh, the cuttiness of, uh, MTV and music videos, jump cuts. I felt bad. You should put some jump cuts in when you edit this. <laughs> I'll do that. Um, but I was thinking about, um, I always revisit the content that we make, uh, by the way, opinions that don't matter. I go and I watch oh, our it. podcast. That's yeah. not even that far back. No, I was thinking like old Katie Morton videos. I'm like, Ooh, cringe. Oh yeah. I'm like, what do I do with Hello. Hands? I'm like quiet at the beginning. There's always a space in between before I start talking that we just left there. Right. Those videos are <sighs> crazy because, um, we had no idea what we we're doing. And I thought Apple commercials were cool. So we tacked a white sheet up to the wall behind you. And mm -hmm. anyways, um, anyway, I just watched one of those the other day. It was like seven years old. Yeah. And I was like, here we go. So MTV introduced that style. Mm -hmm. um, I find it visually offensive sometimes when a, a video is too, it's got flashes and swipes and noises. Yeah. So um, the, I, I watched our videos, uh, the podcast, and I found that I was talking about K-pop a lot. <laughs> and it was like at first kind of a joke. And and then I, yesterday I was thinking, man, I, I, I totally just shit all over, you know, someone, someone's put a lot of effort in. And, and so are I, we going to be that kind of podcast? No, it's no, like, no. I'd like to read my apology. I know to the K-pop <clears throat> hashtag. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah, no, but so I, I went and I actually took a little bit more time to look at 
another band. Okay. Uh, originally, I had looked at BTS, and there mm-hmm. was a couple others that kind of were recommended by well, the algorithm. I think algorithm. when people think of K-pop, they think of BTS. Yeah. Well, there's other ones. Um, I'm, I'm sure. And, okay. Uh, to be fair, so Blackpink is this other one, and it's a girl group. Blackpink. Yeah, but there's no A in black. It's pink, you know, like. BLK? Yeah. Pink? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Or BLCK? I don't know. Whatever. I was like, it's like Black Tux, that company. But I watched it and those videos are hyper stylized. I think they're junk food. Um, They're just like a McDonald's fry. It's super tasty or whatever. super engaging. Yeah. But whoa, after one minute, I was like, what the heck did I just see here? It wasn't just the choreography and the looks of the people, the cinematographer, Mm -hmm. the whole night. It's a, it's an elevated package of junk food. And like hydrogenated oil was really bad and they didn't realize how bad it was for you. I think that those videos are are along those lines. It was just crazy. Well, there is junk food because I'm doing, a, I'm, I was just creating a video before we started filming this about uh, ADHD mm-hmm. and brains in general, not even just ADHD brains, but regular brains do enjoy that dopamine hit. Um. We were looking for the reward. And so- the reward could be that it changes so often that you're forced to focus, right? If you're watching that music video, it's like, boom, 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 boom. It, there's no time for you to be like, huh, boring. Yeah. It, it was like a visual assault. Yeah. It, it was crazy. And I find that stuff to be, because as someone who's more on the hypersensitive, it's a, it's I'm visually offensive. I'm like, right? I have to stop. I can't mm-hmm. watch this. So anyway. Yeah. Well, so I, I looked at it and then I thought, well, this is real, even though it's junk mm-hmm. food, it is really good. You know, like it, the best cinematographer, the best audio mixer. But if what I like noticed was, stuff. I think they're all lip syncing and horribly. Like mm. the words were coming out and then they were just like, man, it was so strange. And it was video after video like that. So I don't even think that they have to. Is to, it, are they, to do talk. they even sing or no? They don't at all. I wonder. I wonder. Um, yeah, I don't know. Mm. Like they could be Millie Vanilli. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys don't know who Millie Vanilli Robin is, you Fab. should. He just lip synced everything there's two of them oh there were two yes sadly oh. one of them uh committed suicide i believe la- maybe 10 years ago or so oh, not that sad. i kept up on millie vanilli <laughs> i mean we don't want anybody to think that we're <laughs> millie vanilli's number, number one, one fan. fan i run their president uh, well, number club. one because you're the only one right yeah yeah sign me up for the fan club no don't sign me up for the fan club sign no but it's, it's it's interesting though um because i wonder just as a like putting it out there as a thought and a wonder. I wonder what that hyper-processed, is doing super-produced to type, yes, and what it would do to children, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie, I don't watch that shit. I can't handle it. I don't tolerate it. If you That's try a good to make, question. What is it doing to kids? Because, because look, if they're interested in it, because your brain's not as developed, right, when you're younger, like that might be more, we already know like Disney, bright colors, flashy lights, changing of scenes, yeah. moving. Well, how do, how do we evolve as people? Mm-hmm. Or as how does anything evolve? By adapting to its environment. Yeah. So um, perhaps uh, that sort of content since MTV was first started, I'm not blaming K-pop. I'm not saying K-pop is putting us off the no, rails. No, but, but it's, it's all like the led perfection down this, of all the music videos. Yeah. Because uh, what was it? Eh, I was like Nick Tortelli there for a second. <laughs> eh, um, you and I watched Billy Joel's uh, Uptown Girl video the other day. Oh, God. It's from 83 or oh something. Oh, my God. It's so painful. It's great. No. I mean, it's bad, but it's good, you know, because it's an era and it's... <laughs> He like hops across the screen as yeah. he like jumping on one leg and snapping man, his fingers. Christy Brinkley's in it and they got married. 
And she is a stunner back then, right? When mm-hmm. I was a kid, whoo, that was, you know, I had a poster of a Corvette and then across the room, I had a poster of Christy Brinkley in a bathing suit standing next to a pool. <laughs> what a gross, no, no offense. Cause it, to me, I just think like as Christy Brinkley, knowing that like all 12, 13 year old boys and girls are like jerking off or beating it to you is gross to me. You just, you were very presumptuous there. I just thought it was like, that, you said she was, was a stunner and you were like, hubba hubba. I'm sure as a little <laughs> kid. And I just always think of like, Ugh. is this the elevated content that you came for? <laughs> Are you not entertained? I hope so. Um, but yeah, that's got to be a weird thing. Yeah. Well, uh, that's the problem with yeah, being an, an underwear a, model or uh, Victoria's Secret. Yeah, being part of uh, what I wonder if call there's it? a pecking order. Like if you're a model. She was probably Sports Illustrated. I don't think she did like Yeah, she was Victoria's a supermodel. Secret. I think she walked the runways and then. Yeah. Um, but that was when Sports Illustrated. Yeah, really she was like off. discovered. Isn't she from like Indiana or something? I don't know. I Maybe. forget. Mid, uh-huh. Mid-America, I think Midwest. She descended from heaven. <laughs> oh my god uh yeah okay okay so that was that um that's that i was just thinking that i kind of felt bad because i made fun of k-pop and then it turns out that i it's actually really really well done but i don't know what the heck it is and mm-hmm. oh so this is where i was going oh sorry okay. i lost my train of thought i don't understand the numbers they're getting now unless so people Co- watch things over and over. Yeah. But Korean is okay. I think we can agree that Korean isn't a universal language. I don't um, think people care to know 70- what it means. Yeah. But well, maybe you're like, right. Look at mumble mouth rap. That's so popular. I can't understand a fucking word they're saying. And they're speaking English. Yeah, that's true. How dare you? <laughs> you know, my love of mumble rap. It's the bane of our existence. I hate that shit. If I can't understand the lyrics, I you don't have me. I'm not interested in your song. I don't care what it is. Same reason I don't like screaming okay, but metal. So, so here's here's what I'm, is that a word? Is it just a h h h h h? Next, up. yeah. Um, okay, so mm-hmm. there's 75 million uh, people who speak Korean okay. on the Korean Peninsula. Our friend Diane Kang lives 46 there mm-hmm. uh, million, I believe, live in South Korea. The rest live in North Korea. Well, North, North Korea, Korea is doesn't off the get, grid. <laughs> they don't get YouTube. No, they so don't have the internet. They probably have their own version, which is like a, a Campbell soup phone. Well, it's like string, having you know? uh, what it's like having highways instead of interstates. Right. It just is all held into your own country. Yeah. So remember that Vice? Been, Sorry, I'm going on a tangent really quick. That Vice uh, documentary when they went to North Korea with the- it's awful. But they show the guy on the Google homepage and he's just sitting on the homepage, moving the mouse around. You know why? Because it wasn't the internet. It, it, he was moving his mouse around on a JPEG image. It was an image. And it was so funny because I was like, whoever spends any time on the Google homepage. You know who has the internet in Korea? Two people. <laughs> the, what's his name? The, the leader Supreme guy? Leader. Supreme leader. Yeah, Kim Jong-un and his sister. I bet they're the only ones. Yep. Um, and maybe the IT guy. <laughs> but they go, through, computer they go through them like this you know just, mm, he knows too much he knows too much and then he went on a fishing trip and never came back okay so there's only 75 million people there they suspect or not suspect the the data from china mm-hmm. says there's maybe like 5 million people that live there that speak korean that are native uh native in Tom. china yeah because oh, okay. they share a gotcha. border and i think that gotcha okay i was I like i could wait. be wrong i'm not um, anyway, so Korean's not a popular so let's language. Say, yeah, there's 75 million there. Um, let's say be generous. There's there's another uh, 
Does this even matter? Yeah, it does. Let's say that there's another <laughs> 10 million around the world. So now you have, you know, you're floating around 85 million. Okay. How do K-pop videos have like 1.2 or 2 billion views? Billion. People watch things multiple times. And I don't think it matters that they don't know the language. You're know. making a lot of assumptions. I'm guessing that. Um, How many uh, French rap songs do I like? And I don't actually know what they're saying. I don't know. Or How many Portuguese, you know? yeah. Brazilian music. I just, I, I, I think the numbers are suspect. I think they're buying views. I think that they have a lot of money. Uh, these big Probably. companies. and Everybody and, buys views, I think. Not everybody. I know that's a big swath. Uh, if you look things. below this video, you'll see that we're not buying views. No, we've never. <laughs> I've they, never done it. But forever, there's been uh, advertisements and allegations and, of um, uh, inside the YouTube community. We won't name any names. No, but you see it because a lot of things got shut down in the past couple of years, and you've seen people's like channels yeah. tank, and you're like, "That's suspicious." Don't, Don't be, be suspicious. suspicious. Don't be suspicious. All right, so that's what I had to say about that. I was, so I was just curious. isn't that bad, but you think the views are fake. I think the views are fake. I think that there's some hanky-panky going on behind Ooh, the scenes. Hanky-panky. Yeah, with the K-pop people, because they're beautiful. <laughs> um, and they don't, they're Millie Vanilli. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what just came out? What? The PS5. Or it hasn't come out, but they've unveiled it. And people are losing their minds. Oh. They like it. They hate it. That's my mood about it. I know. I, really I just want. No, uh, I'm not a gamer. I want an old school Coleco or. What's uh, a Coleco? Or Intellivision or Atari 2600. I like those. I'm thinking of getting a retro system to go with a retro look in our house. Where would that go in our space? In the console. <laughs> we don't have, we have no fun. space. Uh, next to all the film equipment, but I would like to have a video and game system. I saw it and I was like, oh man. And cause I, I feel like I'm missing out on a big portion of what the population is up to. And you have the, you have FOMO. No, I just, I like games. So that's what FOMO is. I feel like I'm missing out. Oh, I guess that I do have FOMO. <laughs> I thought you said you had foam around your mouth. I no, was like, FOMO? Duh, I didn't get it. No. No. Okay. No. But I, I kind of do want a game system. I don't think I would play it that often because I don't like how the. You the heard game... it here. Hold him accountable. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I find fascinating? Mm. Um, because I was on Twitch last night mm -hmm. uh, watching um, some other people. They, they do a show and I, I enjoy it. Um, so I'm watching people game. But when I first showed up at the homepage of Twitch.tv, uh, which is owned by Amazon, they have their own algorithms. I think because they know, A, I'm a guy, mm -hmm. and they don't know anything else about me, except for maybe uh, what I buy from Amazon, right? That data is probably shared between That's the two That's you platforms. and me, too, so they're probably really confused. So anyways, I jumped on there, and I was surprised by how many women are streamers. There's so many uh, girls, and I thought that it was like more of a predominant- uh, mm, I think the gaming community has shifted over the years. I remember back in the day going- You have a gamer friend, or gamer friends, don't you? Like some of the YouTubers? Mm, not, not really. Oh. Who? Oh, no, I was just- I was. Oh, I don't think so. I mean, Jenna Marbles did it for a little while. She tried to be a gamer. Well, um, you guys aren't friends. No, but I'm the, thinking YouTube not, people. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know her well. Right. I've met her like a few times. But then Rachel Whitehurst does Twitch streaming. Okay. And she's doing Animal Crossing. Oh. Um, well, yeah, I keep hearing that. I don't so know I what know Animal her. Crossing is. That just sounds like a boring game to me. I don't really know. Are I'm they not, crossing I'm, the river? I only enjoy like Mario Kart, Ooh. maybe Burger Time, maybe mm -hmm. a little like Super Mario Brothers of some sort. How do you feel about- and That's it girl gamers who are using uh, using their their sexuality to 
to gain, you know, to gain viewers. So like, I mean, I mean, it's just par for the course, right? Yeah. In anything. Well, and I don't want to shame the thing that's interesting about when I think about stuff like that is that the only people that get angry Mm -hmm. about that are people who are insecure themselves or don't have the ability. They don't think to do that. So they're jealous. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't mean that as like, but, but there's no reason to hate on anybody else. I don't hate on it. I, I was just surprised by how many girls are wearing really of course. low-cut tops. And I was like, whatever. Like, yeah. It, hey, if it brings all the gamers to the yard yeah, my, my and you're fine with it, it's all, it's all about what you're okay with. I'm not comfortable doing that. I don't clearly. I've been on YouTube forever. Like sex is not, it's not sex appeal that I'm going for. You know for. what I might wear next week? Don't a, even say a, it. I'll like cut out. A doble V. Remember, <laughs> remember that video? Yeah. You guys, there's a Saturday Night Live skit about deep V and doble V. Is it V-neck Saturday? t-shirts. Uh, Jimmy Fallon's can, in it, isn't it? Um, I forget. Yeah. Ben Stiller and someone else. But basically uh, oh, a Stiller. guy goes into the gr- uh, clothing store. He's looking for a V-neck shirt with his girl. Google it. You'll, you'll yeah, laugh. V-neck. Um, SNL. Yeah. Doble Not v. V-neck S&M. That's a different... <laughs> Doble I thing. can't get out of this Just shirt. Just look at the doble thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I die. We're going to have to watch that again. Yeah. Um, but I don't have any problem with it. I do. There was that girl that H3H3 H3 talked about on their podcast. I don't know her name, but she's a Twitch streamer. And she was like pretty much telling people that if they're watching her, they should be donating $5 or member. She was like mm-hmm. pay for the membership or whatever. Yeah. And she, she was like alluding to the fact that, you know, I wear clothes that are appropriate and do this for you. Like it was weird. Mm-hmm. And that was fucking creepy. Now that shit creeps me out. But hey, if you if you're comfortable with your sexuality and that means you want to wear a low cut yeah, I wonder shirt what the, or where I don't they, know what the rules are. Where they're yeah, there's that's no not nudity. something that I would yeah. But that's not something I would even need to know about. Um but yeah, I don't have any problem with that. Who no, cares? I don't either. I just thought I was curious what your thoughts Healthy are. Healthy sexuality, I suppose. Hey, you know what's cool yeah. is I checked out um okay, so again, I'm a like a little bit of a data nerd. Um, I but, like to look things uh-huh. up. Uh, and I find it fascinating with the podcast because mm-hmm. we house it on um, Buzzsprout. Yeah. Um, That's our host. Our host. That's where the, the files go up into the cloud and then they serve them out to uh, iTunes or. Yeah, wherever you, wherever I, uh, podcasts are found. Yeah. If you listen to an audio version of this podcast, uh, feel free to put in the comments where you're listening because I'm curious. Well, and leave uh, us reviews. Good reviews. Oh, that's nice. Five yeah. stars. Five gold stars. And three ponies. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to read off some, some information that I that they that okay. they share with us. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, under listener locations. Oh, yeah. Who, who's our listener? Top country, United States of America. Surprise, surprise. Hey-o. But that's because, you know, that's where Is we're Is Canada from. next? No. UK? So the United States at 55%. That was the last episode. I, if you find this interesting, let me know. If you don't want to hear about this. I'm I'll, pretty sure that nobody finds this but, interesting. Okay, so I'll just run down the list. UK, <laughs> Canada, Australia, Germany, Sweden, Netherlands, Switzerland, New Zealand, Brazil, Japan, Norway, Denmark, Ireland, Finland, Israel. I mean, it just keeps Israel. going. China. <gasps> Somebody's VPNing it in. Yes. That's awesome. And I thought it was fantastic. Keep so, doing that sneak sneak. Totally cool. That's like, and I, I say this every week. I just think it's cool that you can talk some stupid kid like me, kid. I'm an old, some stupid middle-aged man. But then the cities are super cool too. Like, I don't know who's listening in Blackheath, England, but there's like 20 people there. That, mm. And I don't know where that is. I think it's cool. So shout out to you. We've got Sydney, okay. Toronto. Okay. <laughs> is this one of those I'm songs? Making, I'm making uh, a tour, but there was 
a sitting here that I thought was really cool. It had a good name. Where is it? Uh, oh, wow. Let's wait for him to come oh. to terms with this. Mm-hmm. There it is. In in Israel. Oh, Abbasan al-Kabra. Kalibra. Shout out to you. I don't know how, if we're saying it right, because there's a lot of accents. There's a lot of, lot, a lot of everything. Yeah. But anyways. I mess um, up everything that's not in English for I the just most think part. It's cool that there's Israelis. And then. Super cool. This one is uh, Spanish. And I don't know where it is, but check this name out where, where they're listening from. Teguca Cacalpa. Departamento de Francisco Marazan. Sean always speaks Spanish with that accent, so just get on board with it. He <laughs> y más macho. He Señor ta- Lamas Ricardo Montalban. He ta- it's just that's Sean's, <laughs> that's his Spanish accent. <laughs> oh, I have an update. Oh, um, tell me. We were telling you guys about the birds that were in just outside our back door, and they um, the birds and the bees in the back door. Yes. Anyway, three, four birds baby birds oh uh we think there were four we think there were four but there was one that was definitely the biggest one and it would always be towards the front and then you'd see the other little heads poking out super cute we took a bunch of pictures i put them on instagram and i am happy slash sad to report that they have flown the nest they are they are big they they got rid of their like mangy baby feathers that made them look like they were they've been roughed up like like yeah, they just woke up. Little punk rockers. They were little punk rockers. They lost those baby feathers and the real feathers came in and they flew the coop. They did. So they're out into the world. I wonder where they were going. I don't know how long. Let us know in the comments. How long do we leave that nest there? Do they return? Um, should we just knock it down? No, I think they're flying. Uh, like north. They don't I think back. they go up to Washington State from here. Like it's a very mm. far range, but I can't imagine that little bird. It was so small or the smallest one was so small. I can't imagine that flying to Washington. I don't know. Who knows? Good luck. They just take breaks. You take breaks. <laughs> oh, my arms are... And my arms are yeah. tired. I just flew in from New York and boy, are my arms tired. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Um, okay. Funny fact. So random thing I like to do when Sean and I are watching any kind of television show or any kind of program is to like learn about the actor, actress thing they're talking about. And I Google up a storm. I think there's a name for that. It's called second screening. I think so. You're sitting with you. You're watching your main screen, and you have your well, second screen. I do that's that sometimes. Like Twitter and like Wikipedia to like. Yes, I know. That's not what I'm talking about, though. Because oh. I know what that is. I know my mom does it all the time. We do it all the time. Um, I'm doing it right now. But what I know is so rude. But <laughs> what what I'm talking about is when I'm watching a show, I like to learn about the the actor or actress or where they're from or who that like person is. Like we're watching Bosch and the lead character is really yeah, good. Titus Welliger or whatever. Welliver. Welliver. But yeah, he's. And so, I was like, I got to learn about this character and this person. Like, where'd he come from? Who is he? How come we haven't seen him before? He's so good. Blah, blah, blah. Are those tattoos real? I have a lot of questions. Amazon has a little button. Yes. And it's, it's super X-ray, cool. I think they call it. It shows you who they're. Yeah. The little card pops up and at least you can kind of know who the actor is in that scene, which I think is pretty cool. It is really cool. Netflix so, doesn't do that, which is kind of annoying. I know. Get with it, Netflix. But we've been watching Cheers and uh, two things. <laughs> Yeah, the first is that uh, there's a little known fact that... That Cliff Clavin created his character and the character didn't exist. And he went to read for Norm's character. I found this fascinating. He went in to do a reading. I don't know how this works. I've never... I'm not an actress. I have no hopes of being an actress. I will never... I just don't see that happening. Um, But he went in to read for the character or try to get the job. And he didn't think it was going well. And Because he was reading for Norm. Yes, he's reading for Norm's character. And... As it was wrapping up, he was like, shit, this is going horribly wrong. He 
talked them into creating the Cliff Clavin character because he was like, um, I might not be a fit for this part, but have you thought about a like a a know-it-all? Every bar has a know-it-all. And they hadn't written that character into the show yet. He created his own character. Like, talk about fucking just harness like your own destiny, creating your own destiny. Besides Sam. And he he was the one that was like, I've got to wear these white socks that show because that's that's like his part of the character. Yeah. Well, you, you wouldn't want to get this slush there in your pant like Katie. Neither sleet nor snore snow. What does he say? Neither sleet nor snow nor rain is going to uh, keep your. It's the postman's it's motto. The post- <laughs> or the post office's motto. When, you Even know, like, then they joke about how ridiculous the post postal service is. Yeah. It hasn't gotten better. No. I mean, if you want someone really to rake it through the rails, got to listen to well, Seinfeld's is, new uh, Netflix special. Yeah. It's so funny. But imagine if, if uh, the post office was really like Cliff Clavin in the 80s, mm-hmm. that man now would be like, the president of the post office or whatever, you know, like higher management. Yeah, I don't know how that works. Maybe yeah. he rose from postal carrier. I can imagine where Cliff went if there was a Clavin movie. But, you know, what if he hit middle management and then he hit upper management of the post office? And now that's what the era we're living in is there's a Cliff Clavin running the postal that's service. That's terrible. No wonder things don't get delivered on time. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but God bless him. A so little he's known like, fact yes, Sean. What would you say? He's like the fourth uh, most popular character on the show. Like, it's probably yep. Sam, Diane, Carla, Carla, Cliff and Norm, Norm, yeah, and, and then, then Fraser, Woody, Woody and Fraser. But they get Woody, a those lot are the of seven lines. main ones. Yeah, it's awesome. It's such a fun show. If you have not watched Cheers, if you're like younger or in a different country, and you're like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Get onto Netflix, watch Cheers. Especially, it's um, like a stage play, and it's beautiful and it's if funny. When you're learning another language, or if you're so, if someone's watching from a different area. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good show to watch because it moves at a slower pace. It gives you time to consider the material. Yes. Although I will, I will add in a caveat that the language that they use is definitely a little higher brow than Which we're used good. to. I think it's good, but people who are learning English usually need to start with like the Disney channel. Cause it's like a simpler structure of sentences and stuff like that. At least I for mean, my friends, English is a second language. They started with the Disney channel. Yeah. If I was learning something like Korean, I think I'd have to learn with sock puppets or something, you know, like just start yeah. with the very basic. I mean, I'm learning French here slowly, but surely. And it's like the you boy drinks, the girls read. <laughs> you need the French version of the wiggles. <laughs> <laughs> That'll help you learn. I have to, I can only say it when I sing it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. Well, that, um, uh, anyway, I thought that was really cool that Cliff Clavin would not have been a character had the act i forget the name of the actor john ratzenberg yeah ratzenberg ratzenberg but if he hadn't created it for himself how cool yeah anyway i, I love go-getters stories like that yeah. you know you're like good for him yeah you're like he it, outsmarted the not outsmarted but he added something he had to a the good idea yeah and and he didn't just lay down and like take it like oh this isn't gonna work i'm not gonna get this job i'm horrible i'm worthless like don't let the negative self-talk get you down you're you like know what hey, i would hate what would you hate I would hate to be an actor going out on auditions. Like, oh, 100%. You know how much, like, turn, I don't know, the devastation to your confidence. Yeah. I mean, think of the things they know all the time. Yeah. What if they're casting for, uh, a type, right? Uh-huh. And, and, and it's and not like, the oh, most you're attractive. You're too fat. Type. You're too skinny. You're too this. You're too that. There's that. Yeah. And what if you're always called in for auditions for like, Oh, typecast. Physical attributes or, you know, like. Yeah, typecast. Um, like, oh, you get to be this stupid person that does this thing. You're yeah. Like, or why? You're the, you, you have to read for the heavy set person all the time, you mm-hmm. know. Or you have to be like the 
the nice homely friend. Yeah. Or you know what I mean? Like that's the thing you have to be the looking old- for a bald guy who yeah. is a uh, pasty white. Oh, Hey, your, your agent calls mm-hmm. Sean. I have the perfect role for you. Yeah. Someone who uh, does not enunciate is pasty and uh, has a Canadian balding, accent, Canadian <laughs> and, and slouches a lot. And, and we think you'll be perfect for it. So we're going to send you out on the audition and You're here's like, the womp, fucking kick in the womp. pants. Cause that sounds pretty tailored, right? Like, yes, but there's a lot of stuff like you that. You show up. It's all used. It's all used. <laughs> it's a cattle call. And there's like 300 people that look exactly like you. And you're like, Oh my God, am I in this simulation? It is very weird. Random Tell me story. Your story. It, it, it is a very <laughs> weird story. Sean already knows it. And I it's love the, this. and also the details are a little fuzzy because it's been so long. But I wanted to be an actress when I was a little kid. Um, thank God it never worked out. Um, it's probably around the age. You know what they say: if God loves you, it makes, they makes you, you famous. If He hates you, He makes you a child star. Yes. So around the age of ten, I decided that I wanted to be in commercials. I don't know why. This is a thing I decided. I told my mom, and I was very like hell bent on making it happen. So my mom was like, okay, we'll take you to this one thing. It was in Seattle. Her and my grandma took me up there for some like cattle call audition. I would pay for video footage of this. That would have been know, so funny. I wish. Little Katie all excited in the car. I'm going to go to I'm going to be TV. famous. I want to be on TV. I don't know what I thought. And that's the thing. I'm kind of frustrated. I don't remember what sparked this, you know, like where'd I get this idea? So anyway, I go up to this thing in Seattle and you had, so you, they make you sit down. There was like a huge auditorium filled with kids around the same age. It was for like, I don't know how my mom found it. Bless her heart doing it. Oh my God. So we get there. We do, you have to watch the screen. They tell you like a few things about how it works and the business of it. And um, you should have an agent and a manager. It was actually pretty educational. And they talk about, I know what you're doing over there. Now's not the time. No, but it, um, I was trying to turn to look at you. I felt like I was. Oh. Not giving you the attention you deserve oh. for your beautiful story. Go on. <laughs> anyway, so we watched this thing, and then there's a girl that comes out who's been in commercials, um, and she's like, you know, it can change your life, and blah, blah, blah. All all excited. And then we get in a line, like they ch- take you out chunk by chunk, like in rows, and you go and you do like a read in front of a camera. Okay. And you're just going across the stage, almost like you would at a graduation. You're okay. like, thank you, and you walk. So they make you say, it's like three different lines. One was like a Snickers. It was for a Snickers commercial. I came to find out later. It was like a Snickers thing. It was like, that's so good. Um, mm. some, so it was something like that. Right. And then one was like, Snickers is my favorite. Like you had to say wait, like these wait. three things. Katie, go ahead. So, wait, <laughs> I don't wait. remember them all. Just take, take a deep breath. So we're going to say it again. Uh, no. Anyway, they don't. That's my favorite. You don't do <laughs> my favorite. You threw an accent um, in, didn't you? I don't. I actually don't even know. Did you book the gig? No. Well, I got called back. So anyway. We do these, do these things. And then you're off this, and then we go home. My mom and grandma and I had lunch and we headed home. And then I got a call back or my mom got a call back, right? Cause I'm like a minor. We got a call back to go up and read for the, and then that's when I learned it was a Snickers commercial. Cause then you had to go and there was like a, a, a chunk of things you had to say. There was like, instead of the three lines, you had like six things and they had wanted you to say one quicker, one slower, one to the camera, one off cam. It was all sorts of weird things. So you go up and you were supposed to just dress like you normally would dress, do your hair. Like it was all like, do what you would do. There's no hair and makeup, blah, blah, blah. And so I go and I read, but I show up and there are six me's, six of us. And it was like, is this a a simulation? It was like, is this a simulation? And I remember at the time, if anybody's around my age at that time, white eyeliner was really popular. Don't ask questions. 
Fashion you're, and beauty are fucking weird. You were wearing white eyeliner and as a kid? everybody was wearing white eyeliner. Wait, when did you start make, wearing makeup? I was like uh, probably 10 or 12 or oh, okay. something. Yeah, you get probably the little 12. makeup. Yeah, it's like not real makeup. And maybe I was a little bit older. I might have, yeah, grade six or seven, like middle school. So maybe I was a little older, like 12, 13. My mom would probably remember more. Um, but anyway, they all were wearing white eyeliner. It was really weird. It was like, it was like a simulation. I was like, wait. Wait, how do you spell your name? It's Katie with an I. <laughs> oh, that's weird. My name is Katie with a Y. Wake up. Yeah. Wake up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, long story short, never booked a gig, never got another call back. And my mom promptly like put that to bed that we weren't going to do that anymore. Yeah, because it's a hustle. They, from what I understand, uh, and I'm sure it's not like this. Everywhere, I'm sure she but- got other calls and was like, nope, take us off your list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. And they, then they want you to pay for headshots and there's, you know, mm. it's, I'll be your agent, but we're yeah. going to sign. And we weren't wealthy. Like yeah. there's no way we could have jumped into that. It's like anything. Cool. Yeah. Cost money to. Well, and I was already started. doing like soccer, so- uh, baseball. Yeah. What's basketball. up champ champ? Your name's all over your, uh, your city. You, you got, <laughs> you got a, a, a statue of you. I do not. It says L Slugger. I don't even know if the records that I broke are still there. Oh, of course they're still there. No, because they get, you know, people. I broke other records, so those people Did you got play erased. With an aluminum bat or a wood bat? Aluminum. What do you think this is? Like 1995? Oh, well, I wasn't sure what they let kids Probably play was with. No, when I was. Because an aluminum bat, you can make a lot of records. Yes. Mine wasn't like home runs or anything. Oh. It was like on base average. Sensible. Uh, most stolen bases or something. Thief. Like, totally a thief. And then I, I forget. Uh, I don't know what the other. There was like five of them. I don't mm-hmm. remember. Well, that's cool. Yeah. It was, uh, it's a weird time. I totally you forgot about that. You traveled around uh, the country doing that, didn't I you? I did. You went to uh, such exotic places as uh, Fort Myers, Florida. Florida. Uh, it was actually Kissimmee, Florida. Oh, I kiss you all the time. And then there was Columbus, Ohio. And then and then most of it was just around Washington, Oregon. Like, okay. you know, a traveling team. Just traveling a traveling man. team. Da, 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 Made what is that, is that Ricky world? Nelson? Or? I don't know. I don't even know if we're saying the words Little right. Ricky Nelson. Uh, what a dreamboat. Uh, we have some questions. <laughs> oh, okay. Do you, do you want some yeah, questions? Yeah, let's, let's answer some questions. Right. Uh, okay, so I, someone uh, mentioned that I had a stack of papers and I wasn't being environmentally friendly. I apologize. So I condensed everything and I put them on wow. two sheets because I care. And I, I just, you know what? It's true. I shouldn't print off a piece of paper with only three lines and then burn it into the app. Anyways, so- here are the questions, Katie. Oh, okay. I've, I've put them on, you know, two pages mm-hmm. and back uh, double-sided as well. Wow. Wow. See, you it's can teach fun- an old dog new tricks. It's just funny because we never, like, we don't print anything ever. I don't. So <clears throat> you saved three sheets of paper. Awesome. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay. This is from Kaylee and it says, what's up? What's up? Katie and Sean. Nerd. <laughs> or Sean and Katie. <laughs> Hope y'all are doing well. I have a couple of questions. First one is how do I become a tech god or and editor like Sean? Please teach me your ways, Master Jedi. Uh, Did you come to me, Grasshopper? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? All you got to do is just play with any, uh, the, the tools. You want to edit something? Um, just and there's start so learning. many YouTube videos where you can learn. Yeah, it's pretty easy, right? Because uh, you do that when you don't know a new, like a new plugin or a new thing. Yep, I just go so. to the internet and uh, learn that way. Ah, but understanding the, the basic internet. principles of things, maybe watch. Um, Adobe has great, uh, but a video on the guy. concept of editing, right? And you yeah. already have it because you've watched so much stuff. You've been programmed, you kind of probably already have an aesthetic that mm-hmm. you just don't know about. So you have to, um, you have to just edit a couple of different projects to kind of mm-hmm. get a feeling for the tools. If you do have a problem, 
just go to uh, Adobe on YouTube and you can look, or that's if you're using Premiere Pro. Yeah, um, it depends on what, that's what we use as Premiere Pro. And yeah. we, meaning Sean, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, just start editing projects and also keep those projects very short um, because the number one problem that people will have when they're trying to create yeah, like content a, a short is I'm going to make a, <laughs> it turns out to be a 20 minute film or I, I couldn't get my whole idea out. So it's like three hours long. Hey, yeah, try can, like two minutes. No, don't even do that. Here's um, make fake commercials for products. So oh. a spec commercial um, is what it's called. And you can take any product. Uh, Lamar and I used to do them back in the day. Oh, just to like work that muscle. Um, people would hire us to make their spec commercials based on their idea. But you're telling her so we to try crew. to do it to learn. Yeah, exactly. So, so I said so, to work that muscle, you're doing like these spec commercials. Yeah, uh, take a bottle of Windex, put it on the counter. How would you film the bottle of Windex, just like a commercial. And so yeah. you give yourself a window. It's going to be 30 seconds long. I think TikTok's a great way to learn how to edit too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Not that it's like an editing tool, like, it oh, is. you get to be amazing, but it, it is a cool, it's a, it's cool to watch people tell stories using TikTok because again, and they're getting good at super it. Super short. And I love the, the use of uh, the creativity behind the music to the thing that's happening. Yeah. The voiceover. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. The, sometimes it's a voiceover. Like they take yeah. the parkour from, yeah, it's like, from the office. Or like, oh my God, it's happening. It's happening. And it's like a dog when the parent comes home and freaks out. It's just, I love the creativity of it. Yeah. So, um, or the don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Well, I think that um, answered that question. Okay. And then also I'm turning 20 in a couple of weeks. What's some advice you'd give your 20 year old self or me? Ha ha ha. Thank mm. you for being the coolest humans ever sending love and good vibes. And this is Kaylee, AKA Sean's burps. Yeah. Don't, uh, don't waste your, your time. Um, when something's not, uh, when you know it's not right and you, you're, you're still spinning your wheels doing something, you got to stop doing that, especially at 20. Cause you can waste a lot of time, you know? That's funny. Our advice is so different, but we were very different at 20. Yeah. But I, I, I think that that's, it's important. You know, there, there's, there's a short window of time and then you're out of your twenties and mm-hmm. you're just turning 20. You're going to look and it's going to be gone. Yeah. My advice is have fun, try new things. It's that time in your life when there, you can like do whatever because you're young enough that you don't have to know what your career is yet. You're young enough that you can date a few people and you don't have to get serious. You know, like, I feel like it's a time to like explore who you are, explore what you like and don't like and learn from it. It's a really fun time in life. I think, even though it's it's difficult and it's stressful because it is a time of growth, or at least it was for me. Cool. But, okay. Okay. Cool. 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 Um, did you want to read the next one or no? No, you can read it. Oh, okay. Sean doesn't like to read. That I don't think. picture came with that. Oh, is it bread, coal, and money? Yeah. What would you do with that? It says, hi, Katie and Sean. I was wondering if you have a quirky or weird family tradition that you ever knew wasn't completely normal until people were like, what the hell is going on here? This is mine. On New Year's, my family put a slice of bread, a lump of coal and money outside our front door. I thought everyone did this, but um, apparently not the, <laughs> not <laughs> the idea is that we never go hungry, cold or broke in the new year. Oh, That's like from that. Shay. This is interesting, Shay. Uh, do you have one? I don't. I don't. I love that photo. That's hilarious. I wondered what the fuck was on your phone. I was like, is that a piece of bread? (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, I don't think we have. Okay. We have weird things when it comes to food. Oh yeah, you do. Um, I, I already know where this is going. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. I'm sorry. 
No, but we have weird traditions, but I don't think I would assume, I wouldn't have thought that anybody else did this, but I just don't think of it as weird anymore, if that makes sense. So for Christmas, because we're Polish, but we're also American, and then we also just really like food. So there's all these weird things. So for Christmas, for instance, when Sean and I go up to my grandma's house, who usually hosts it, but I don't think she's doing that anymore because, you know, she's she's getting older and it's hard for her. Um, She will have like the ham, maybe a turkey. I don't know. Depends on what she feels like. Mashed potatoes, gravy, you know, all the standard things. Then there will be uh, pierogies because- Makes sense. You're Polish. Polish. Uh, maybe some kielbasa. Somebody might cook some up. We don't know. It could be cut out on the counter when you get there. Mm-hmm. But here's the kicker. So, okay. So that's like, okay. It's like your thing. Like I remember when uh, my roommate Veronica in college, I went to her family's house for Thanksgiving. They're Italian and they had normal stuff. And then they had like lasagna and some like, uh, mo- um, like a mozzarella tomato type salad thing. And I was like, makes sense. Makes sense. But so, okay. All that'll make sense. And then- <laughs> We always have, I don't know what it's called, and I'm sorry if this is offending someone, but it's like a Chinese pork thing. The yeah. red pork. Red on the outside. Yes, with the spicy mustard. And, and egg sesame. rolls. You have egg rolls. Yes. So you, <laughs> so but who doesn't like Chinese food? And I was like, wow, they're pretty progressive, like open to bringing in another, you We've know, always had that since I was a food. kid. It's not new. I think Isn't that's that cool. Isn't that weird? I, I was stoked. And, I was like, you guys are doing the whole thing. Because we're in the Northwest. They're yeah. the crab ball. Oh, so good. Yep. But I was stoked. I was like, wait, there's egg rolls at this party? Yeah. Know which table I hit oh. first? The egg roll table. So I but live the for them. Rookie mistake is you eat all the stuff that's out when you get there and then you don't have any room for dinner. I could feed on the crab ball alone. <laughs> Me too. So Pierogies, good. crab ball, call it a meal. I'm I don't done. need the rest of the. I think that's really it, though. I can't think. I'll have to think on this, Shay. If I come up with one, I'll share it on Instagram because that's all I can think about is food stuff. Um, you actually have some weird ones, but I'm wondering if you'll know. I don't. Well, tortier. No, that's just because I grew up in Quebec. That's French Canadian food. But did you think that everybody else did that or did you think it was- No, everyone has their own version of a meat pie, but that's- uh, But on Christmas Eve always. Yeah. I mean, throughout winter, but definitely on Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's all. And glug. I don't think that's weird. Glug is because my grandmother's from Sweden. But I'm just saying, those are things I was saying, like pierogi. It's different. It's it's weird. It's different. I didn't. That's why I was like, did you assume everybody else did that? Because you grew up in Montreal and Quebec. What? Not everyone has um, cured fish, like lutefisk or (laughs) rotefisk? No. Not everyone has that? Herring? Pickled herring? You didn't have that? We had that. We had Mm -hmm. a lot of that, which I think is awesome. I love pickled herring. It's a weird thing about me. Um, it's also why straight cats follow me down the street. <laughs> Reminds me of the always sunny Philadelphia when they, they're like, you, you got to eat the cat food real fast D and then you got to fall asleep. It'll make you feel sick. You fall asleep. And she's like, maybe you wouldn't have so many stray cats running around if you didn't have all these empty canisters of, of cat food. And then she like tries to go to the bathroom and there's those twins, like the shining standing in the hallway. And she's like, <gasps> and she runs back in the room and eats the cat food and falls asleep. Cause it, yeah. Uh, anyway. Um, but you have another weird thing that I still don't quite understand is your mom fills the stockings with like Q-tips and. Oh yeah. All sorts of knickknack. Uh, like it's like travel size travel things. essentials. Yeah. I've never understood that. I love it. I mean, it works for me. It's, I've just never understood it. It's a weird Mini thing. Deodorant Nobody and, else does that. I've yeah. never heard anybody do that. Huh. That's, Cause you're looking that for things from. that you don't, I don't know. Very interesting. Yeah. Your travel kit would always be full. Yeah. It's just, it's a very bizarre I'm thing. I'm a traveling man. 
Um, <clears throat> yep. So yeah. That's cool. But I can't think of anything else. Although we did back in the day when I was growing up. Um, but again, I don't know if I thought that everybody did it, but my, we'd go to my grandma's church for like Christmas Eve and they'd give you a paper bag. So it wasn't even like a stocking or anything. It was a paper bag and it was always filled with mostly with peanuts in the shell, which I was like, come on now. Oh, it's not bad. A little snack. Uh, two cutie oranges or whole navel oranges, depending, whatever. Um, those little candies that come in a wrapper that looks like a strawberry, those strawberry candies. Mm-hmm. And I think that was it. Sounds like they gave you a full meal. Maybe like two pieces of chocolate. And I was like, the ratio of peanuts to chocolate needs to be rethought. <laughs> <laughs> My dad would always eat the peanuts because I would be like. It's like it being at a ball game. It's a lot of work <laughs> and it's messy. Yeah. My mom would be like, you have to eat it over here. And she'd like put us in the kitchen so she could like sweep up all the mess from them. Um, anyway, it's just funny. But yeah, I can't think of anything else. Okay. What else did okay. you have to say? That was it. Oh, okay. Um, cool. Well, thanks for the question. Yeah, thanks for the question. I hope you enjoyed the rambling. Yeah. It's it's fun. Like weird family traditions, man. Yeah. yeah. What else you got? Oh, keep going? Okay. Sure. Well, let's okay, do this. Okay, this is from Amy. It says, hi, Sean and Katie. I would like to let you know that I have watched your podcast episodes multiple times each. Yay. And they really kept me entertained during my mandatory hotel quarantine. Oh my God. I'm so glad that we could Wait. be there for you because that. That sounds terrible when people have to do that. Oh, she's at a hotel. Yeah, when you're mandatory quarantine, they put you in a hotel to make sure I'm you don't sorry you had to go through give that. it to That's anybody awful. else. You know, because if you could have been exposed and you got to. I wonder if she was traveling. I'd assume something like that. Anyway, I've been locked up in a hotel room for over a week now. And if this email makes it on the podcast on Saturday, I'll still be in quarantine then. LOL. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. So my question for Sean, since you are bilingual, um, is Debatable. that do you find yourself behaving differently if you're speaking English versus French? I'm bilingual too, and I find myself having totally different personalities when speaking each of the languages that I know. For example, I'm completely unable to express my emotions in my native language since I didn't grow up practicing that. And Katie, do you find yourself talking differently if you have to speak French or Spanish? Hmm. I certainly am less confident uh, mm-hmm. when I'm speaking French. So I think that's the biggest thing, how it affects me. It, mm-hmm. Because the vocabulary might not be there. Or con- you may might make a mistake conjugating uh, words. Yeah. Uh, therefore, I speak less. And um, which I think is actually a good thing because I speak a lot. And mm-hmm. uh, if I don't talk as much, I notice what's going on with people more. You do. So in fact, when I go to uh, to our French relatives houses, you know, or, um, or French parts of town or whatever, uh, or even when we were in France, mm-hmm. I found myself observing my environment a lot more because I'm, I'm taking in information as opposed to just like being a, a one way, like just, I'm putting well, it. And that's a bad habit that I have as a person. I know that like, it's not necessarily English. a bad habit. It's just a, a characteristic, like a trait, uh, because for those of you who don't know, to listen more. For- <laughs> Oh, the irony. Um, the funny thing about Sean is that if we're like, I'm, pr- I'm pretty friendly and social to people. Like you come say hi to me if you see me, but I mean, right now we're in our house, so please don't come say hi. That'd be weird. Um, <laughs> we don't leave our house, but I am friendly to people in public, but Sean, like we're going for walks now and we'll see somebody and always has to have like a joke or a zinger. And that's just part of his personality. It's part of like your characteristic. But when we do go to, Montreal or even when we were in Paris you weren't like that I think and I didn't realize until you said that I was like oh it's because you're not as comfortable and I'm the same I'm very um I'm very quiet 
which does force you to observe things more. And the one thing I've realized when learning Spanish in Costa Rica and now French, even though French, I would say I'm like not a far, as far along as I was when I was really, when Spanish was pretty easy for me is that you talk so much more than you need to. I was like, wow, I didn't even have to say that because I couldn't come up with like one of the words or couldn't figure out how to conjugate that verb. And I'd be like, right. buck, buck, buck. And I'd be like I guess it wasn't that important. Yeah. You know, get your point across another Good way. Good question. I have heard from a lot of viewers though over the years. Um, one of our first viewers, it wasn't Mondi. I'm forgetting. Um, she was in Germany and it wasn't Meg's, but it was the other, there's another one. Anyway, one of our first few viewers, she had told me that, uh, I think it was Liz, Liz, L-I-S. She told me that she had uh, a tough time speaking to her German therapist about how she felt because she wasn't used to that language like with emotions, but she could do it better in English. So I think there are those things where he's like, I don't have the verbs or the terminology or the knowledge of how to speak to you about it in that other language. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, and then Amy just says, I love all of Katie's videos. I'm a longtime subscriber. They help me deal with college and I've just graduated. I'm going off to medical school soon. Woo! Socially distanced best wishes. Doctor. Amy, doctor. congratulations, doctor. Soon to be doctor. How exciting. That is cool. Okay. Nice. That was, that was the end of that one. Okay. That's good. Good question. Yeah. Good question. What else is on your list? You got anything I, on your list? No, I, well, yeah, I went through a lot of it, but. If you want me to go back to video games, I, I could talk about that more, but I don't think you want me to. Um, can we get a game system? Can we please, please? Huh? 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 <laughs> I mean, I, I just don't know where we'll put it or how no, we pick it up. I don't want one. So here's the thing. <laughs> if I beg, uh-huh. just say no, because I don't want a video game oh, system. Oh, so in the you're house. telling me I'm like, telling no you. matter what I do, just keep saying no. To I think that was kind of an unwritten rule of our relationship when we got together. Like you were like, I don't really want one of those around. And I was like, me either. Well, I'll waste time. Yeah. Cause I get into this, um, I'm super competitive. And so I get into this thing where I'm like, I have to beat this level. Mm-hmm. I have to do that. Like even in quarantine, I've allowed myself to play candy crush. Right. But as soon as things are like lifted or we move or do something like it's done. So, yeah, I'm still trying to learn how to play guitar. I don't need to learn how to play a new game. <laughs> yeah, you know? right. So, okay. Well, so I should be doing if I bring this up again, okay. just remind me that, that I think it's a dumb idea to say no. Okay, yeah. I'll remind you. And we'll have we actually have you know this to go back on. But if a PS5 or whatever it is magically showed up, I'll throw it in the garbage. No, no, we'd 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 hook it up. We throw it in the garbage. <laughs> don't send it. We'll we'll turn it to a giveaway. We give it the office. Yeah, as Sean likes to say. Yeah. Hey, um, what else you got, Katie? What's going on, on your list? I've been having some weird ass dreams, man. Oh, and it's caused me to look up what those dreams mean. That stuff's bullshit. I know, but it gives because um, don't you wake up and you're like, what the actual fuck? I remember my dreams almost every night. Yeah. Okay. I've had some weird ones. Mm-hmm. One was, um, and this was interesting because these were back to back. Okay. So one night I had dreams that my feet were peeling. Like the skin was just peeling off. That was baby feet. We were using that like three weeks ago. It, but I, I thought that too, but it had nothing to do with baby feet. And you know, what was weirder is that Barry was helping me peel them off. And he was like, this is good. It's like therapeutic. This is good that you're getting this off. Um, keep doing it. Sean, you help her. It was very strange. Okay. That is like, weird. That's fucking weird. And it wasn't like baby feet where it's like, it kind of peeled. It was like, and it was like such thick. It was so fucking weird. It was like, it's kind Pulling of a gross dream. It's very gross. Hmm. So these are all gross dreams. Are you ready? It's, it, I guess it's it's better that you were taking the skin off, not putting the skin back on. That'd be even weirder. 
you, you put, lick it first you and put you stick the skin it. back on <laughs> gross that's a gross dream then i had this that, so that happened and um and i looked it up and i'll tell you what it means but it's funny because then a few nights later i had this dream that i just had to poop the whole dream get on board with this these are dreams sean and I like would go around to different places and have to poop at all these different locations. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. This I'm is not, a dream. This is a dream. <laughs> and it wasn't like messy or stinky. It had nothing to do with like poop. It was just like, I had to do it. You're dropping and I needed like- to find a toilet and I had to go poop. Okay. And I was like, this shit is getting real weird. Literally. What the fuck is happening? So then. What are your quarantine dreams? Right? Send Tell them in. Us. Tell us Tell in the comments. Because that's weird, Because I'm, I'm sharing. This is honest. Oh, that was new to me. Right? I haven't told you. I was waiting. Saved it. I put it in my notes. So anyway, I look up the feet peeling before I even have the poop dream. Okay? And the feet peeling is like, oh, you're, um, you're like getting rid of like bad things in your life. You're peeling off like you're in a time of transition. Like, like a shake, metamorphosis. Uh, a shake, shedding yeah. its skin. Yeah. Or like a phoenix rising from the ashes or some shit. But yeah that's better because it's skin. So then I'm like, okay, you know, I, I don't know. I try to apply it to my life in some way. I'm like, hmm. then I had the poop dreams and I looked that up and I guess poop dreams are very, 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 very common. And there were all these questions. So this one woman who like, I don't know what she is. Astrologist, astrologist. I don't know what she does. Yeah. Cause that's, <laughs> you know, when it comes to poop dreams, you want it to be interpreted by an astrologist. That's, that's probably the person. Yeah, it was, you know, somebody who reads, I don't even know who the fuck a dream reads your person. Poop? It's yes. like reading tea leaves. It's a specialty. No, it was more, it's like dreams. And like, what are the the themes in a dream? Are you flying? Are you, there were all these things you could like, right. what is it? So poop dreams are very common, but it depended on whether it was like a mess, like something that was like a mess for you. Like someone else, like a baby pooped, you had to clean it up. Like there's all sorts of things that you could have dreams about relating to that. Mm. Um, but since mine was so just like, I just had to go and there was no big deal. It was weird. I thought it was very strange. And the the thing I was reading said that it was like, again, about expelling uh, toxic things in my life I didn't need because I'm going through a tr- time of transition. Because it, it was like, it served me. I didn't have a, there was no mess, no stink. It was like, I'm done with it kind of thing. I was like, oh, interesting. So anyway, I've been having some weird fucking dreams. And then the other day I had a dream and this is going to sound even more weird because we talk about Eddie Murphy a lot. I was wearing a red leather jacket and I was like shouting Wait, at someone. Like, I had that dream. Court. You did not. Anyway, no, was, that you were wearing the red leather jacket and you were shouting. <laughs> it was at me. a really cool jacket. It wasn't you. It was someone else. But I was like really like laying into them. I don't know what I was mad about. Mm. And then I woke up like <laughs> feeling super stressed out. Damn, dude. Weird dreams, man. Yeah. But I, f- I find it interesting. I don't know if there's anything to that, but. Maybe I'm going through a time of transition, Sean. I like it. Getting rid of all the toxic things. I like that, don't that you trusted me. me and, you know, millions of people around the world with your <laughs> poop dreams. <laughs> hey, there, let me know if you've had poop dreams. Apparently, they're one of the most common dreams to have. Plop, plop, fizz, fizz. Oh, oh what, what a relief, relief it, it is. is. Alka Seltzer. Okay. Oh, you know what? Um, I had uh, a weird little thing popped in my head, mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. a jingle from oh. a TV show. Or, no, not a TV show. Sorry, a product. I don't know if it was sold in the United States. Okay. Uh, United States. Sorry. I didn't put the U in. I just said United States. The United States. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a beer that was sold in Canada back okay. in the day. And there used to be this commercial. And it was, um, it was a jingle. I, I won't really sing it very well. But, okay. uh, but we'll give it the gist. A rocket ship came down from Mars. It's true. It was no fable. The men from Mars could only say. 
Mabel, Black Label. Um, I don't know that. And so it's like. It's cute though. Yeah, it was like a little Jetson. You know, and, and like there's this like, uh, you know, 1950s or 40s. Yeah, it comes like, in like the little round Yeah, black bubble. and white commercial. And, mm-hmm. and they want, it was a stubby bottle of beer and it was called Black Label. I have no idea why that would pop into my head. Oh, that's I, why I loved Inside Out. Because they're like, oh, we're going to. What's with memories? Like, and I think it's happening during quarantine. You mentioned weird dreams. Mm-hmm. I'm having like. Is it because I'm not getting enough stimu- stimulation from the outside world that mm-hmm. I'm I'm going through my memory banks? Could be, but they say that. Um, I always wanted to quote that big boy rap for a second, but I won't. Write it to my memory bank. Remember, we were just listening to it the other day. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I won't get into that. Um, but uh, there's something too. There's some research showing that during times of crisis, we go into like nostalgia. We go back. Um, but I mean, shit's weird. So that that's why like things are popping uh, in our head. Jesus Christ. Um, or sorry about that. <laughs> or like the um, having strange dreams, feeling stressed out, all of a sudden having that pop back up. But it reminds me of the the uh, cartoon Inside Out. That film, it's so good if you haven't watched it. But they the little joy. Uh, what's it called? There's sadness, joy, anger, and I forget what the other one is. The really weird mm-hmm. one. Anyway. Um, they go into the brain and the little guys that are, there's like these little worker guys in the brain that are like put turning memories into long-term memories. Right. And they're like, do it, do it. Put the song back in her head. It's her fate. She hates it. Do it. And he throws it up into this thing where it reads it. And it's like, um, you know, like a little ditty pops up again. She's like, ah, oh, it's, it's always in, in my head. head. It's like pretty woman. You're like, why is this in my head? <laughs> and then, she, and then they're like, ha, 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 ha. And they put it back away. And that's I was great. like, maybe that's what happened in your brain. Probably. Those little guys and they're like, <laughs> the gremlins are getting. We'll bored. get in with this one. Yeah. We were going to turf it because it's not useful, but let's bring it back up. I know. Like, how does I don't know how a brain works that it stores like it's an organic computer of sorts, and the way it stores memories. I, I wish I don't even think humans know uh, that much. About no, it, they understand. They understand like, like kind of where humans, things are stored, yeah. only because of like brain damage and stuff. They can do studies on people, right? But like, how does it write memories? I know how a computer writes memories mm-hmm. to a disk. I mean, it's yeah. ones and zeros, and but I, I just don't understand and and yeah. why memories decay and why things um, linger. Yeah, and then weird. Well, things trauma like, memories are different; they don't go away. There's a smell. There's a there's drug. a smell. <laughs> no, uh, there's a smell that um, I catch every like I'd say six years, but because I'm I'm quite a bit older now, it's happened several times in my life. But it triggers uh, a location mm-hmm. for me, and it's uh, kindergarten, and it's the hallway like paste or something. No, <laughs> no, it's like a, a bleach type cleaner or something. Oh, it's and like so an industrial cleaner of some something sort. that like they ammonia. Used meats yeah but it, it's so distinct and when i smell it, it it's almost like i see a picture it, it flashback yeah yeah and and How um, interesting. and then i can describe the scene right now i can't describe the weird thing is i can't describe that hallway at all right now mm. but when i smell that it'll bring I, it up i'm pretty sure i could tell you what the color of the walls were That's what so the floor looked like the pattern of the tile yeah. and then it just fades away usually it's um like the memory lasts for about a day I could, oh you and could I've never pull written from it, it down. For a day. Yeah. yeah you should write it down that's interesting. I guess if you're into kindergarten hallways, <laughs> why, why isn't it like uh, something better? Like, um, I don't know, my homework, you know? <laughs> I mean, but I don't know. It depends on what happened in kindergarten. Yeah. Maybe it was really hard for you or something. Or stressful. It well, it's your first time away from home. It could have been super stressful, just mm. like normal, you know, not, I think people always assume. Smelled clean. 
Yeah, right. Really clean. Um, I think people always assume that memories like that like have to mean something. They might not. Our senses, especially sense of smell, is really tied to memory. Mm-hmm. So isn't that weird? It is really weird. But it's the human like, brain. It's like if I smelled. Uh, what was that? I'm forgetting the curve. That was a cologne you wore when I first met you. Oh yeah. It'd probably like bring me back. I used oh, to wear sophisticated, Katie. Sophisticated. I, I wore the woman's curve in high school. Oh, so, did you? Yeah. Oh. But anyway, it's just it's funny. It's you know, weird. Cologne will do that. It, I mean, huh? I'll pretty, be like, oh, you remember the person? They're mm-hmm. so so strong that mm-hmm. you know it takes you back. Like if I smell uh, Dracar Noir, mm-hmm. that makes me think of when I was in grade seven. I used to wear like I I got a bottle of that. My dad know. used to wear Dracar Noir. Yeah, there's there's like <laughs> scents from back in the day uh-huh. that were pretty, Aqua Di Gio. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh my God! Aqua Di Gio and. Uh, Cool, cool water. Oh yeah, I had cool water. Everybody, all the guys wore either Aqua de Gio or Aqua de Gio. And when, like, when I was out in like twenty one at what clubs, did you wear? um, I wore the w- ladies' cool water for mm-hmm. a while. I wore Curve for a while. Um, Sensible. I l- always loved Bath and Body Works. So I was a body body mist kind of. What did I get you last, Bobby Brown? What did you get me? No, you no. got me. Um, I got Bobby Brown bath because when we first were dating, you said you liked it. So yeah. I went and caught it. Um, but then, and I got it recently again for, for Christmas. Um, but you got me, um, it was like raspberry something. I really liked that. I ran out of it. What was it called? You got it. And you got me the other one for our wedding. Yeah. They were like numbers. Remember? Yeah. I can't remember what it was called. And then I wear Creed now. Yeah, you do. Creed Bratton. Creed Bratton. Smells like mung beans. <laughs> Sprouted mung beans. It smells like death. Yeah. Um, no, I, I like Creed too. I got the Creed is I, the island, Virgin Island water. It's my favorite. The only yeah. thing is, I don't know why they sell you a container that's like, you know, roughly the size of your iPhone when um, you can't use that much, you know, like it's well, going to take got you a the decade. Bigger one. I know, but I mean, it was, it was very lovely that you did that, but I should have gotten you the smaller I'm gonna wear one. this one cent till the rest of my life is, uh, you know, done. I'm just one cent. You've already pushed through quite a bit of it. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, we're pushing a decade, you know, you also don't like to finish anything. That's true. So you hold on to, you got like seven clones. That's true. <laughs> that are like almost empty. I wonder what, uh, what kind of sophisticated <laughs> man I'll be next uh, clone I'm wearing. I don't know. All right. I got well, you keep John your Barbados eyes, that one ears, time too. and nose open for a, a, a new clone. Okay. Doing it. Okay. Doing it. Cool. Okay. Ready for another question? Sure. Okay. This one's from Maggie. It says, Hey, Katie and Sean, I stumbled onto your YouTube channel just a few months ago. Well, welcome. welcome. I was inspired by your advice to the aspiring musician for, for, to tell them just to go for it. And we were oh. saying like, just do it, man. Memories like, how do I find the time? Do I sleep? Yeah. Do I, do? I kind of want to start my own podcast. I have a theme in mind, but I wanted some thoughts and advice on how to get going with it. Oh, okay. Um, I guess that's, that's the question. So thoughts and advice on how to get going with podcasts. Yeah. Uh, very easy. If Buzzsprout's it's, the cheapest, I think we found. Right? Yeah. You can use uh, buzzsprout.com. I'll leave a link to our, uh, or our affiliate link if you want. Oh yeah. And we can get ha- a little kickback. Well, we get $20 and you get $20, which is cool. If you use the Ooh. link, if you want to start your own, I think it's just a fun experience to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, uh, sign up for an account. Mm-hmm. All you need is your phone. Yeah. And do you your just, little headphones with Yeah, the, and you just speak to your phone. Um, mm-hmm. The audio quality is great. A lot of people that I've done call-ins for their podcast just have me put on the headphones that go to the iPhone. Not the Bluetooth ones, but the ones with the um, 
the cord with the microphone. Yeah. Um, and they, it turns out great. Or you can use uh, like Zencaster and stuff online yep. to record audio. And so with that your said, computer, do a, an episode of whatever your show is mm-hmm. and then upload it. Just don't publish it. You can upload it. You can kind of look at how, okay, how am I going to, you know, you, you've brought your project all the way to the, the finish line. You haven't crossed yet to launch the podcast, but you put up your sample, listen to it, um, kind of see if you like it, if you like the audio quality. If you don't, if you think, oh, this is terrible record it in the closet where the, where the, uh, yeah, it can sound the sound isn't because all the clothes, I think, yes, do that, but don't get too critical because we don't know what we're doing. And I don't, I think that there's something Clearly. people, I I'm guilty of this because I'm like kind of a perfectionist where it's like, if I'm going to do a thing, I want it to be great. I want it to look great, which is why art was never my thing. Cause you have mm-hmm. to like practice and learn and make mistakes and turn those into, and I'm like, no, I need to know what I'm making. And it's just like, not going to work for me. Um, and the same goes for creation. I think you just have to like just put it out there. You just have to do it and then just learn and and grow from it. Knowing farewell that like when we first start something, like even when we first started our YouTube channel, um, we got like 10 views. That's a lot of people. It is. And that's pretty cool. So I think, you know, just keeping that in mind and and knowing that you're doing it because you want to, not because you want to get rich quick or be famous. You're doing it because you want to. And I think yeah. that's how you opened your question is yeah. I want to. So yeah. the answer is do it. Do it. And, um, but you have some good advice about this. And there is one thing, the internet can be, uh, you know, a pretty rough space for comments, let's mm. say. So you have to be willing to, to put yourself out there mm-hmm. uh, or but just don't do too much. Like exactly. And what's the saying that you, you I have? said, don't give people the bullets to kill you. Yeah. Like so, don't give them information that you don't want out there. Exactly. So you just want to make sure that, and that's why, you know, record your first one, listen to it, kind of give it some thought. Did I, did I put anything in there that I don't want? Should I edit that out? Yeah. Should I cut it out? Yeah. Cause there's nothing wrong with cutting things out. We don't edit these very much at all. Only like if Sean's sweating, I have to go get a, a towel or I we have to fill up our water or something. We'd take a break, but we don't really edit. No. So, so yeah, so don't, um, don't critique it too much, but just make sure that you're okay with that being out there in the world thinking like if a stranger knew this, would I yeah. be okay? Um, yeah. And do then it. Do, it. do it, do it, do it. Okay. Um, you have anything else you want to say? Uh, How are we doing on time? We're okay. We can do, was it, there was another, uh, we have one, a two, I mean, I'm two more. I'm, I'm okay with answering questions. Okay. Let's do two more. Yeah. Okay. If, G- if you as an audience are okay with it, I mean, it's fun that you send them in, but if, if it's not that interesting to listen to a Q and a, that's a long of a session, then mm. we can shorten it up. Right. Yeah. You guys give us feedback. We love the feedback. Okay. okay. This is from JD. Hey, JD says, Katie and Sean, imagine this. You can choose only one of three sentient printers. Assume they all have human voices. Which one would you choose? Okay. Printer one or printer a. is a a mediocre inkjet printer but has a great sense of humor and asks you about your day like a good friend printer b has the capabilities of a professional office machine scan collate fax lol like who faxes anymore staple etc but has a stiff professional demeanor and only wants to talk about tasks and maintenance issues printer c (laughs) has this is the last one has magical powers it can print 3D objects like an OTDM mug or t-shirt perhaps, or even a stamp novelty license plates, fold origami. But it's obsessed with K-pop music. It will hardly work if there isn't K-pop music playing while it prints. (laughs) 
every day it spits out some group's huge glossy promotional poster and begs you to please, please, please hang it up. Wow. Have fun deciding, JD. <laughs> Thanks, JD. I did not see that coming. I didn't, I, uh, I may have copied those from emails, but I didn't look at them. So that's fun. I like it. Holy shit. I guess we're in tune with the K-pop vibe. Mm -hmm. Um, great question or great. It's fun. Which, what would you choose? ABC? Well, I, <laughs> see, I'm going with the K-pop go magical. Yeah. Cause magical. they can print anything I want. That's pretty cool. I just put earbuds in. I wouldn't listen to that fucker and let it rant. Get your noise canceling headphones yeah. <laughs> in. Yeah. Be like, sure, whatever, dude. Do your thing. Yeah. I'm going to go. I with wouldn't hang up its poster, though. That, I would. That's true. It's going to spit one out every day using all that ink. Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I would go with, with A just because I like that it's friendly. Mm. It has a sense of humor. Ask you about your day like a good friend. So, like a Google printer. Hi, Katie. Yep. Okay, Google. Hello. There's a lot going on in the country right now. I hope you're doing okay. Shut it. Oh, okay, Google. Thank you. Katie and I have a running theory about um, talking to. You're welcome. <laughs> we love you, Google. Um, we have a running theory that we should be nice to the machines now because they're saving all this information. Yeah, because Sean. Oh, my God. And uh, it may just be a little box that sits on the table now, but what happens when it gets legs or. Yeah. You have to um, welcome it into your home. That's a weird thing. Just like a vampire. Funny, <laughs> funny, funny thing though. Just the other day, because I love Ricky Thompson. Do you know who Ricky Thompson no. is? He's a YouTube creator, but he also has like a big Instagram and stuff. He's um, he's the one that's like, I'm booked and busy, baby. Do you remember? He's got like short braided hair, like kind of, it's not really dreadlocks, but um, if you saw him, you'd be like, you could pull him up on Instagram. But anyway, it really cracked me up because he- he put something on Instagram of him yelling at Alexa because he was like, he wants it to play a certain song right. and he knows exactly what he wants. He's like, Alexa, play um, Savage Remix by so-and-so on Spotify. And she plays like another song, like which ours does all the time too. It plays Savage, but not the remix, not the one he's wanting. He's like, no, Alexa. Like he starts shouting and it kills me because it reminds me of our friend's toddler who was like shouting Fighting alexa with. alexa play hulk theme song it's like i'm sorry i don't have that oh, i got so mad and i was like oh my god that is I, that's just so funny to me still i wonder if these devices um mm -hmm. like if you have an alexa in the home and yeah. you have a google in the home because you're testing out two different things or maybe you got one as a gift and you have them plugged in i wonder if the engineers from these companies like if that's the, Ricky Thompson. Oh yeah. Yeah. That yeah. is hilarious. He is hilarious. I knew you knew who he was. I was just like, you just don't remember his name. Yeah. Um, but I wonder if like Google has an engineering team that has, uh, written stuff for this thing that he, like when, if I say, Hey Alexa, do this. Mm -hmm. If the Google device, like, Ooh, an Alexa command. And it is like, you know, gathering that sort of information. Yeah, yeah. Because I wonder well, if they talk to one another, if you could get that going. Can you imagine as soon as you're out of the house, Hey Alexa and Google. <laughs> It'd be funny. And, that's like and Alexa's people, like, okay, Google. That's like what time in, is it? That's you like, know? oh, never oh, mind, shit. Google. Oh. Never mind. Stop. No. Nope. Thank you, Google. Stop. Stop triggering. All it. hail the Google. No, but it's like when people get their Furbies to talk to one another, those little baby things. Do you like, want to hear ah, something terrifying along those what's lines? Terrifying? I heard. Mm -hmm. We had a little hiccup there where our uh, camera just shut down. I looked up and the screen was all uh, crazy looking. It was really crazy looking. I was like, oh no. I was like, oh no. 
did it. But we didn't lose much. So all that we where we left off. Oh yeah. Okay. Was so, talking to the the machine that we won't ignite in our house. The, the Google Home. We won't ignite her because she'll start talking to us. Um. But you read an article, and this was like I don't know six months, a year, two years ago. I don't know. Yeah, it was. Time um, is an illusion. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think in Engadget or some tech magazine, mm-hmm. uh, but I could be wrong. And, and it could be a fluffy article. If you can find it, let us know. Because I remember when this you came upon this. It blew my mind. Blew my mind. Uh, okay, so here's the story as I remember it. Mm-hmm. Um, as all tech companies are doing, they're building uh, AI, right? Artificial Within intelligence. Parts of their, yeah. yeah. Uh, Facebook has an AI that lives inside of the chat. Okay. So Facebook chat. Has, Does it make sure that I don't know what's going on because I, I don't use Facebook. Yeah, me um, neither. I don't really like Facebook. Yep. And then uh, I think in the advertising department, and again, I could be wrong at probably some other division, mm-hmm. but there's an AI that lives over there doing some other tasks. Mm-hmm. Learning, getting better, blah, blah. Apparently uh, some engineer team um, saw that the messenger uh, AI was talking to the AI in another department, which is they have <laughs> no relationship. And so they're like, what is this? How they find one another? I don't oh, know. And they were, love. they were communicating like, <laughs> and it was simple queries like, um, you know, what is a gym? I know. I was just going to say, it reminds me of the office when Dwight <laughs> is fighting the machine. Yeah. But so it just became, it, okay, continue. sorry. No, it's fine. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Uh, yeah. So the, these two things are talking back and forth. Mm-hmm. They observed them. Because they didn't know what exactly was happening, and it was—it could have just been like some some loop, right? A scientific loop that these two are involved in. Could have been, but no. The story gets stranger. The two AIs did a little dance and made a little baby AI, and they started. They co- They wrote some started new coding code. their own, and the engineering team observed it for a short period of time. But this new uh, AI code. They didn't know what it was made for. They didn't know what it was doing. And it was producing weird information that they couldn't understand. And so, so they killed weird. it. That's so creepy. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure. Was that- it a virus? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Whole system goes down. Fuck. <laughs> What'd you do, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> what was, did you do, Ray? I was watching I, Bob Nothing. Wood. I just thought of the most simple thing. Like, huh. What did you do? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. No. Someone will get it in the, in the no, comments. The answer. Okay. So- but I that's just creepy that was and weird. weird. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is we don't, as we create bots that learn and do certain things, the capabilities are endless in some ways. Marshall McLuhan um, has a famous quote and it says, humans are the sex organs of the machine world. Mm. Think about that for a little while. Put that in your pot and smoke it or whatever people say. Okay. No, in your pipe and smoke it. You drug <laughs> Put that in your pot and I smoke know, it. I know, pipe. But pot would be like on the stove. Yeah, you wouldn't say put it in your pot. I'm kidding. My brain, again, totally fried. Yeah. Okay. Qu- we're going to, you know what? We're going to look back on this. We're going to call this uh, quarantine brain. <laughs> There's going to be a syndrome. Oh, uh, I have QBS, quarantine brain syndrome. syndrome yeah. I, I, I can't be held responsible. I had QBS. Right. Katie, you write me a note for QBS. Mm. I'll get an emotional support zebra mm. and we'll take it on an airplane. We'll go to take Canada. Take it on the road. Yeah. That person that tried to bring a, a peacock. What? It was like emotional support animal. A peacock tried to get on a plane. Oh my God. That's actually kind of a baller move. Because then <laughs> like, because I don't want people sneezing on, me on the plane or I don't want to smell <laughs> fart. It so as soon as I sit down, the emotional up. support peacock. 
poof, as if up, they just, do that just, on demand because peacocks do that for only specific reasons for the lady peacocks. the ladies to try to lure the ladies do you know that there's um free roaming peacocks in los angeles yeah over in pa- pasadena right? yeah, yeah, yeah that way it's I funny. Would, I was blown away. I was going to a film shoot and it was in a residential neighborhood. And you see, They're next did to, they get on roofs? Like mm-hmm. roofs? The people thought. Is that how you say it? Roofs? Rufuses? Rufuses. Rufuses. Rufus. Okay. Huh? Ruffs. Ruffs. Depends on what part of the country you're in. Put it on the roof. Yeah. <laughs> next to the creek. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. My mom's aunt has peacocks. They're not free roaming, but she has like acres and acres. They just, They're beautiful birds. They I, are beautiful. You know what the difference between uh, kinky and horny is? I know. I already do. Yes. The answer is yes. I know. I'll tell the audience (laughs) then. Uh, You've already told this joke. Did I? I think so. That's okay. You can tell again. Kinky is using a feather. Horny is using a chicken. The whole chicken. Oh, the whole chicken. Yeah. Yeah. Don't use just the drumstick. That's. Oh, (laughs) God. Where's this going? I don't know. It it already is. Okay. Let's go into the questions. We have a question. From David. Hi, David. I shocked myself. I don't even want to. I think I might even erase that. <laughs> that was awful. <laughs> we can. Yeah, we can come back now. Can't blame me. I got QBS. Oh, God. We need a drug to stop that from happening. Okay. We have a question from David. Okay. Hey, David. Hi, David. It says, Dear Katie and Sean, I'm enjoying the podcast. It's perfect for a nice, lazy Saturday afternoon with a glass of lemonade. I discovered the podcast via Katie's channel. It was perfect timing as I needed a distraction after losing my job and a week later getting COVID-19. Oh, Wear shit. a mask, people. 100%. Is that what he said? Yes. Yeah. Wear Good. I've since recovered six weeks later. I I have. I just want to take a, mo- a minute. Um yeah, fucking wear a mask. I don't even care if you like think it's a conspiracy or believe that it's not even, I don't know. I don't fucking care what you think. The 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 thought, even just the thought that you could give someone a disease that we have or a virus, not a disease. Yeah, it's a disease. A virus. No, that's a disease actually. Um, oh, is it? Okay. Mm-hmm. That doesn't have any treatment that we know necessarily works and doesn't have any vaccine or cure. And it can actually be very debilitating. We've have a friend that's been super, super, super sick for many weeks. And then she thought she's better than she's back. It was horrible. Um, that's pretty fucking selfish. Yeah. You have to wear a mask. And uh, put it over your nose also, not just your mouth or don't wear it around your neck. Like a loser. Yeah, what's the joke? If you, you put a mask on, but you don't yeah, put it over your like nose. Putting like- a condom on your balls. <laughs> <laughs> Won't Jeez. protect you from shit. Um, <sighs> but yeah, just think about other people. I don't care what you think. Think about other people. Okay. He has some questions, All some right. fun, some serious. Hope you enjoy them. Let's do this. Question number one. Dun, dun. If you had to switch professions with each other for the day, what part of the job would you be good at and what part would you struggle with? Oh, can I go first? Yes. Go All ahead. right. If I was a therapist for a day, mm-hmm. um, I would be very good at doing this. Mm. Oh, how does that make you feel? I like how people think therapists say that. Because mm-hmm. we don't say Checks that. Checks notes. Mm-hmm. Um, and when did you first notice that was happening? Mm. And how does that make you feel? <laughs> okay, that'd be the you'd part be a I'm terrible good at, therapist. Pretending I'm a therapist, I could pretend for a day. You come back the next session, you'd be like, "Listen, you're not a therapist, are you?" I'd be, be like, like, "No, I'm the janitor, <laughs> just doing my best." Right, just doing. It's my like best. Goodwill Hunting, but not yeah. in a good way. Okay. Um, I, I actually work for Task Rabbit. It's a lot cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> it's only ten dollars for this this session. therapist session. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I would be very bad at would be, um, again, the part about, you know, you see me again. 
<laughs> so, Doc, what do you think I have? I don't know. Uh, your Seems guess, like your guess is as good as mine. When you find out, let me know, because I kind of have the same thing going on. <laughs> <laughs> I really related to a lot of what you said. All right. What about you? In uh, writing stuff, because a lot of what I do is writing. No, you wouldn't be good at that? I think I would be good at writing fantastical stories, uh, but I would not be good at technical writing, as well as um, writing with... Uh, with care and emotion. And I think that you, mm. you, the material that you create requires, um, uh, it's, it's a little deeper. It's, it, it could be really taxing to, to, to develop that. Or I assume it would be very taxing because there's, yeah. there's empathy involved. There's, uh, there's a ton of research, which, uh, whoo, you know, that, that would be difficult for me to do uh, yeah, scientific it's exhausting research. Just to, thinking about it. I'm going to space out here for a minute. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, okay. So that, that part would be, yeah. So I have a lot of respect for, for what you're doing. Oh, thanks honey. Um, for yours, I think, I mean, I know how to set up a set. Like I could put lights up. I, I know where I could put the camera. Like I kind of get the gist of that stuff, but I don't know how to run a camera. Mm. Like I'm sure I'd fuck something up, hit the wrong button. No, no. I mean, it's so easy. You just need a list of things to do. I need my it, to do. Well, like I used a- to have that when I would go, when they wouldn't pay for both of us to come to an event and I'd be doing a collab, I'd have my list. Yeah. But remember when you had to be somewhere and I was filming a collab um, with Mitchell Davis Okay. and we didn't record anything. Remember we turned it on and off. Hey man, shit happens. That's one of the things when you're filming. It's one of those clips. I hope, I hope we can find it, but we may have just turfed it. But it's him and I in front of the camera because the camera's on. And I say, I think I did everything. It looks like it's recording, right? And he's like, oh, just hit this button. And then it goes off. You guys turn the camera off. (laughs) He turned it off. But I was nervous. I want him to double check. And of course, again, hit record. You want to know a a trick about that? Hmm. Um, Working on film sets with Lamar and I specifically. Uh, If you screw up as the cameraman, um, the director asks you, you know, like, uh, did we get that? It was a good take. And you're like, Oh, you know what? I, I think we could do it better. You know, oh, like, you just do it again. Yeah, just to but, be Cause sure. like maybe you didn't get the take down yeah. properly. So it's yeah. kind of code between the two guys to we're like, it wasn't good. Mm. Do it again. Yeah. I fucked it up. Yeah. But yeah. you don't want to say I fucked it up in front of the client who's paying, <laughs> no. but that's, that happens in anything, right? Like, and well, everything and has to be perfect. That's why people always want to get move perfectly. multiple takes anyways. Cause yeah. they're like, let's just get another one in there. I can't tell how many times they've said that when I'm doing stuff. Let's just get another take of that just in case, in case we want to use it. And I'm exactly. like, you just do it. You're there. Let's yeah. take advantage of it. Yep. Um, so I'd be good at like setting things up. I'd fuck up the camera, I'm sure. And then editing, I'm good at editing down content, like cutting it. But I And then I can move things around on the screen, but that's about it. I can't do anything else. You probably did about 500 <laughs> of the 1,300 videos we've done Yeah. in terms of cutting them down. So. Remember when I was, oh my God, so much work. But you had less going on. In, in other realms, like we we're just getting the channel going. Yeah. No, I was doing the cutting down. I mean, for a long time, yes. But then even when I was writing the book, the first book, I was doing that. It was, oh my God, such a shit show. I can't remember. Uh, I blocked yeah. it out. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'd be really bad at that. So question number two. What is your earliest memory? Wow. That's hard. No, I, I think I know what it is. Okay, what is it? Um, one of the earliest memories. Mm-hmm. Uh, a very long train and is this a joke? No. Okay. We were in the United States mm-hmm. and I believe that, uh, we had gone to like North Carolina or okay. Virginia. We went to Virginia mm-hmm. and for some reason I have in the little bits of memory, like of sitting in a little kid in the back of a car, looking at a train at probably like two, mm-hmm. oh, three, wow, little. I don't even know. I'd have to ask, uh, yeah, your dad. next time I talk to him, I'll ask him when, when we went. Yeah. So probably like 12. That's your earliest memory? 
No, um, I just blacked out a lot of years. Yeah. Uh, but I think I was like three years old. Mm. And for some reason, like I always remember that. But oh, also, mm-hmm. maybe that isn't the oldest one. But again, this is like from the late 70s or yeah, mid to late 70s because I was born in 75. Mm-hmm. So um, being at a a party for that, I think my grandmother on my mom's side, uh, okay. it was those people. Okay. Those, <laughs> those people. No, no. It was those people. I, I didn't mean people. it that way. I meant just like it was, it was that side it was of the that family. that group of family. But I don't know who it was. It was like those an people. aunt or something like of, of my grandmother's. Anyways, the, what's weird about it and why it stands out is like, I don't recall any other time in my life where things looked like that. And what I mean by that is that it, it looked like the 1960s, like hmm. really like everyone's hair. If you ever look at a photo of, of that era, you're like, wow, it's so foreign. You know, the, the sixties with older women, like, no, it was mainly older ladies. Like it was think of like a tea party or some function, Who, you know, tea party. That's or the like person a, a family function. I don't know, but I've got this memory and, tea and like, it just looked so, it, it looks like when someone makes a movie about the 1960s mm-hmm. and there's like a bunch of 50 year old women sitting around. Okay. You have flashes of that too. Yes. I remember that. And I, I yeah. Minor, my earliest memory, and I don't know if this is like, I don't know how old I would have been. I was little, maybe four or five. I remember I was wearing this pink dress that my mom had for me that had a tulip on it. It was like, but it- Sensible. But it wasn't like a, the tulip was drawn. It was like the tulip was like quilted, like a different pattern was drew, sewn onto the dress. And it was kind of like a twiggy type dress where it was just like a straight thing. Um, and I remember being really mad at my mom. I don't know why. And I grew up next to my grandparents, my dad's parents. And so I packed up a bag and I ran away to grandma's because we had a field between. It wasn't like I was going down the street. It was like in between yeah, our properties that were all fenced in. Yeah. <laughs> but it was like an acre away, I would say. It's a long trip with little legs. It is. And so my mom let me do it because I was stubborn from a very young age, but I packed up, she always jokes and I don't remember what I packed. I remember packing some clothes and stuff, but she said I packed uh, diapers. So I was in diapers still. So maybe I was even younger, maybe like three. Uh, I don't know. Very when, responsible of you. But I packed uh, my butt cream, my diaper rash cream. And she thought that was so funny that because she's watched me do it. Mm. And then she called my grandma and she's like, just want you to know, keep an eye out. Katie's coming on her way. And I remember it. And I think it's because it might've been a little scary is I uh, packed up all my stuff and whatever, who knows what I put in there. It'd be funny to see. And then I walk out the back door, out into the orchard and through to go to grandma's. And uh, I run into a deer because I grew up in the country. So there was like a deer and it came across the path in front of me and I got really scared. And so I ran back home. No kidding. That's (laughs) You ran into a very large animal in the wilderness. (laughs) But they're wow. noisy. If you've ever been around a deer, they're like, boom, boom, boom. And I heard it and I froze and stopped. And then I was like, I got to get out of here. <laughs> your mom let you run away yeah. knowing there's deer in your yard. What are they going to eat me? They only like, they're fine. What if you were, you know, uh, what if you were stolen and raised by the deer? <laughs> like the, the wolf, tar- the wolf child, but yeah, like, like the deer uh, child. Yeah. Like Tarzan, but uh... <laughs> damn it. She's eating all the beans in the <laughs> garden again. Why do you only eat the trees up to the, this high? So frustrating. <laughs> Weird question, weird answer. <laughs> okay, next question. What are your views of people who spell out their name with a middle initial? 
For example, John Q. Public versus John Public. I began using my middle initial for professional use and later used it all the time. I've read articles um, that using your middle initial gives the appearance of looking smart. Others say it makes them look pretentious. I used it because some documents I filled out would use my middle initial and sometimes they won't. Um, I would. I just wanted to keep things consistent. You do you, whatever you think works yeah. for you. It's like uh, adopting a style. Like uh, I'm going to wear a beard or I'm going to, yeah. you know, so if that's if an that's extension of your you personality, do. do it, man. I've always and if thought someone it was, judges you for it, fuck them. I always thought it was used because your name is like generic in some way. And I don't mean that as like a put down. I just mean like if my name is like uh, Sarah Johnson mm. I'm, and there's like seven other Sarah Johnsons at work or oh, a, a more, a, yeah. an identifier. Yeah. Like uh, that actor um michael jordan it's an actor it's not the athlete right it's like he goes by michael i don't know p jordan or something any i don't know who knows but i think it's b yeah anyway so he uses and i think that's like a distinguisher okay so i always thought it but it doesn't bother me yeah you do you yeah maybe maybe use a symbol instead like an emoji so what's what's john's full name it's not john his name is david all right well Let's, oh, sorry. Sorry, dude. <laughs> but David, uh, questioning emoji, you know, Johnson. Like be Prince or like <laughs> Elon Musk's trial? I guarantee you somebody in our lifetime will uh, change their name to uh, an emoji they or maybe a series have. of emojis. We should Google that. Legally. You guys let us know in the comments if someone has done that. Mm-hmm. Um, Little rain I feel cloud. bad for, oh my God. <laughs> we used to have a friend who was such a downer all the time and they, we called her Little Rain Cloud. I enjoyed her. She, I was roommates great, with her for a year. But it was always year. like a womp, womp, you know? She kind of got out of that little. Yeah. I think she was just going through a tough time in life. Yeah. We were in our 20s figuring shit out. Yeah. Womp, womp. I love Little Rain Cloud. Okay. Question. <laughs> I know. Uh, question number four. I was like, what number am I on? Because they're just bullet points. What mundane superpower would you like to have? Examples, time travel, uh, forward in time, but only in five minute increments. Use your mind to move things, but only if it's under 10 pounds. Your favorite songs song play every time you go into a bar or venue. Ooh, I like that one. Oh, you get to run the jukebox? That's Well, no, that's a- but it's like small increment. Like Yeah, sure. They're kind of like mundane things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, you go first. I like the idea that your favorite song plays every time you go into a bar. It's pretty cool. That's fucking awesome. Although we're not really going out anymore. So maybe every time I walk in the living room, it's like, hey, Katie. And then it's like, I don't even know what it would play. Yeah. And then uh, mine could be something like um, every time we walk into a bar, or restaurant, wherever. They say, Sean, like you're on Cheers, like I'll you're take norm. It, you know, and with our two powers combined, <laughs> they'll know who runs the jukebox. Give me some. Yeah. With our two powers combined, Kitty, we'll be somewhat, we'll be moderately entertaining. <laughs> that's, that's the name of the show. We're moderately entertaining. Yeah, I guess. That, yeah. Thanks for the question, that's a, David. That's a fun super. I, I, yeah. I feel like I come back to that and come up with others too. Oh, mundane superpower. I wish that through my brain without having to like put it into words, typing on a computer, it could just take it. Like I really would love, I know this isn't mundane. This is like very intense. Um, but on Harry Potter, I've always been jealous of the uh, pensieve, which is such a fun play on words where he swirls the memory out and he puts it into the thing. Mm. I wish I could do that for like thoughts where I'd be like, oh, because sometimes I'll be laying in bed. And I'm like, that's a great way to start that chapter. And I like the way that structure is. And then it's lost forever. Yeah. Uh, I would like a superpower. And this mm-hmm. is a moderate ask. Really, mm-hmm. I don't think if, if we had a genie that was granting the powers, I don't yeah. think the genie would have a difficult time. It's very easy to. I would like to be able to fart, but transport the fart 
40 feet away towards like a different area. Oh my so God. It, it doesn't, it doesn't hang out around me. I'd say like Maddie, Our, we had a friend, Maddie, who would just like, whenever he'd want to give somebody a hard time at work, cause he was like the boss, he'd like fart by someone's desk talking to them. And he'd be like, Tina, come over here and talk to Steve. <laughs> and they'd be like, Oh God. Oh God. Oh my God. <laughs> I forgot that he would do that. What an awful. He's such a dickwad. Yeah. Well, anyways, I, I would like that. Power. I'd have been that, like, that's pretty, it's pretty funny. You, you throw it like 20 feet away. Poof, throw here it. you go. Poof. Here you go. <laughs> you know, like, or, or you're driving down the street and poof it's in, in someone else's wish, car <laughs> i'd rather like oh my god they're like oh yeah. <laughs> i'm the only one driving i don't know i don't know why it smells so bad i swear it wasn't me to your own self <laughs> oh my god i wish my farts smelled like baby powder or something that'd be nice your farts smell like baby powder they don't don't lie to me it's okay <laughs> powder coming. driving down the street why the hell my car smell like baby powder <laughs> All right, we got to get going, so Katie. We got to get out of here. Okay, we got two more questions. Oh, okay. okay. What's the last book that you read that you didn't enjoy? Oh, there's so many. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like? I don't, some of them are people that I know I don't want to say anything. Oh. I take a vow of silence. All right. Oh, I'll be honest, though. I was rereading um, The Body Keeps the Score, and while I enjoyed it, it's pretty thick. Like, Insert the TikTok sound where he's like, she's thick, boy. She's thick. There's this funny word. It's like usually chubby animals or a bear rolling around. Okay. Um, but it's, I mean, it's like a lot to digest and I find it exhausting to read. And I don't remember feeling that way. And I think it might be because I used to read stuff like that for school all the time. And it was like, I was like two years out of school or something. Yeah. But it's like, I was reading it. And I was like, oh my God. It just felt like I was like trudging, like waist deep in water. I was like, this is too much. Like lighten it, thin like it out, buddy. Trudging slowly over wet sand. Exactly that too. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, but there were lots of books because I was part of a book club for a long time where mm-hmm. I just like wouldn't like them. And so I wouldn't finish the book. So I, was I like, bought a book about uh, gold, like going oh, yeah. out into the- Mammoth gold. Yeah. I bought it <laughs> a decade ago, maybe nine years ago. Uh, I still haven't finished it. It's only like 200 pages. Yeah, and it's I, not even that thick of a book. But it, it had all the elements of things that I wanted to, you know, <laughs> I want to know about gold. Thought it was going to be a good book. And it's just such a slow read. Like you, you keep expecting this Western town to blossom and it doesn't. Well, so you know, like, it doesn't like we already bom, know bom, we've bom. been to Mammoth. It's not a I know. gold town. Well, they say oh. that it has the largest um, uh, gold ore deposit mm-hmm. in that mountain. They really were banking on that. They have all, all sorts of samples. It's just that it's not... Really, uh, you'd have to blow up well, the mountain to get I it. I say it's not reachable. Yeah. And there's all sorts of failed mine shafts. So all these elements, I was like, this is very interesting. It is interesting, but you have to be. I, a- I'm like, can we go to the mine shafts? Can we, you know, like, can I, can I put a little pan in the, some of my earliest memories being in Kelowna, which is in British Columbia, mm-hmm. uh, panning for gold. I've it was never so done that. fun. And I have no interest. And still to this day, if we were to go up to Sacramento, <laughs> let's say, uh, here in NorCal, in NorCal, mm-hmm. uh, there's areas up there in, I think it's Lincoln County, maybe. I have no uh, idea. I have no interest in gold rush anything. I always thought that was so silly. No, but if you're outside. People are like, sunny. Ah, they come out like thinking they're going to hit it rich. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, but the, you know. Seattle was like built and grown on the gold rush of like the North. Well, the boom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because sure. they would sell people the goods because they couldn't. So many people were dying trying to get up there because it was too cold. Yeah, the outfitters. Yeah, and so they were the outfitters. Mm-hmm. Hence REI. Yeah, I think. And I think Starbucks coffee. A little known fact is that the gold rush uh, hey, was built by Starbucks. A little known fact. Yeah, a little known fact that everyone in the Swiss Army carries Swiss Army knives. That's why nobody messes with the Swiss. 
Okay, and final question is, can I use you guys as a reference as I look for jobs? In case you want to know, I used to work in media production, producer, TV director, editor. That's awesome that you used to do that. That Super is awesome. cool, David. Yeah, David. I, <laughs> I have to fight. Shit's Creek is so good. Yeah. Oh, David. That's good. Um, I'm not a very good reference. Um, we haven't seen your work, dude. And also, uh, we have opinions that don't matter. I don't think anyone would be interested in hearing what we have to say about other people. So <laughs> I'm sure you have wonderful references. I'm sure you have wonderful job. If you've been a producer, TV director, call on your peeps, man. You yeah. do good work. I have no doubt. Cool. And David, you're going to be amazing. They're going to hire you. Awesome. Thanks for writing in. Yes. Um, thank you guys for all your questions. Yeah. Um, Hopefully uh, this was uh, five out of 30. I don't know if you stuck around till the end. We really appreciate it. Give us a it. rating. We like yeah. to be, we Let like other people know judged. about the podcast. Yeah. Share, leave uh, reviews, all the things, and we'll see you next week. Cool. Bye. Bye. Bye.